0: Hi everyone, it's Mr. C of Roka Critic. Welcome to Nollywood Film Club Podcast. Oh my goodness, Uh, wow, are you in for a treat today if you at all like listening to people talk about films? Good films, great films. Um, I'm on record, it's not a secret um, that I think this film we're going to be discussing today is the greatest nigerian movie of all time as of 2023 when i am recording this even though we discussed this in 2022 but still nothing has come close to taking its crown um so you will hear me being probably passionate in this um in this space uh which is fine, I encourage passionate people on on um on the podcast on the space on the podcast, I guess for you um I very much enjoyed it. It was a blast actually hearing many people discuss in favorable terms. I think our good is close to two hours long, which is close to a record um yes this this was this was um this is such a fun emotion. I, I actually listened to this space. I haven't been listening to the previous ones, um, the last few ones for a while because I'm I'm entering that place where I I remember quite clearly what happened, so there's no need um for me to go down that alleyway. Um, but this one I listened to. Oh my goodness, what a joy to um listen to people um talk about something that they actually love. Anyway, I am going to stop rambling and mumbling along. But before that, I do have to give a special shout out to Chuko, one of the directors, for just coming on to say a little something at the end of Everybody Speaking. Um, Thank you. Very much appreciated. Uh, Also, if you haven't seen this film, can I appeal to you? You should watch it before you listen to the discussion. Um, I think we'll... We can only enrich, I think as with most of the films we discuss on Film Club, we can only enrich your experience. Some movies might not be worth the watch, but this one definitely is. So please do watch it if you have a chance. And without further wasting of time, I hope you enjoy Nollywood Film Club discussing, in my opinion, one of the greatest Nigerian films of all time, one of my personal favorite films of all time. Affair. Anyway, but welcome to Nollywood Film Club. Uh, we discuss movies every Sunday, Nollywood once. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about Ayim Affair. This is my desire. Uh, available on Prime. Oh my goodness. A lot of you who follow. Me know what I feel about this movie and how I feel about this movie. It's my greatest film of all time, but it's not about me. Like I said, um, we'll be discussing uh, the goods, everything we like about it, anything we don't like about it. Um, uh, I, if, uh, I'm sure some people will have some, um, but yeah. Um, so let's let's uh, let's give it a go. Let's start. Atas, uh, what were some of the things you liked about this movie?
1: Um, so I liked both stories individually, and I found the lead actor very convincing. Um, I think I really liked the world that they existed in. It was very colorful, very authentic uh yeah it was it was really good i think it had a lot of really good really good parts
0: okay lots of good parts if you're not used to Nollywood from club otas is our shortest speaker uh but thank you uh anika uh tell us some of the things you liked about aim okay.
2: Uh, do you want to start with okay
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Fida, sure sure fighter, please go okay. ahead
3: okay hi okay these are my legs for you more fair Mm-hmm. I like that the movie was directed by both brothers and written by one of them as well. It reminded me of the Cohen brothers directing together, except in this case the brothers are twins, which is so cool. I liked the introductory scene and how greeny it was. I liked when I saw even more greeny scenes. I love that. I like the dress the w- woman wore when she first came on the scene. Mofest sister and how articulate the boys were when discussing the dinner scene. I generally like the costuming. And setting locations and set designs. I liked the main actor, Mofé. I thought he already had it when I first saw him in the trailer. I liked how he was always fixing things. I liked that we saw that a lot, especially at his workplace. It was very authentic to see how fixing things was instrumental to his personality. Um, I loved it. I loved his character. He had like a silent strength, he was noble, he was kind. I also liked his relationship with wisdom and how that developed to more. But I loved how he had that relationship with his sister and her kids before they they passed so then I like the camera work especially in the scene when Mufay Mo- returns from work in the morning and is walking through the compound and the scene where they are carrying the coffin and loading it onto the damfall. the way the camera captures every angle and follows them as they move I like that we saw it from that perspective as opposed to in the face I think it added like a solemn air to it I liked how there was a scene referring to the generator in the beginning, which made it easy for the generator to not be a random factor when finding out the cause of death. Um, I liked how the air of grief hung in the air in the sitting room when Moffat goes into the village. I love the scenes introducing the village. I really liked the, really enjoyed the cinematography in this film because when I'm watching Nigerian films, I like to see scenes I could paint. And there are so many paintable scenes there and it was just everything for me. Um, that scene where the pro- program Mofa's sister was watching replays when Mofa is at home, the way he sits on the arm of the same chair, she sat on head bowed in remembrance, that feeling rang true for me because you could just re- recall the memory of how once laughing at, at that same program earlier on. Um, I liked the introductory scene of Mercy taking her passport picture, her staring into the camera and the white background pulling up silkily behind her I liked the landlord a lot, he was caring, empathetic, compassionate often to assist when he needed to the actor was extremely good at delivering the character's likability and for me that started with when he visited Mufay after his sister had died I liked Grace and her sister, the two actresses had good chemistry and could hold their own I enjoyed watching them, their conversations with each other and even Grace's dynamic with her friend and her friend's mother being accommodating of her I like the dialogue a lot and I had many favorite lines I most especially enjoyed the entire robe scene between Mercy and the if that's the sister's name and the American guy the emotions they conveyed and the Americans of our thinking they're pre, they presented perfectly on his face and in the way he responded I also liked how Mercy delivered all her lines in that scene you could send some form of comfort and connection there between them at least for that part of the film and my last final thing that i liked was the scene where we find out that grace sold her phone and the way she holds her and they lie down on the bed it was just a good cementing of the relationship they have and you know the finality of everything thank you
0: Ah, oh, thanks, Fida. Um, that was yeah, yeah. Obviously, always you you come prepared. There are so many things out there stretched out.
4: I love you, Fida. Uh,
0: stretched stretched out from beginning to end. Thank you so much. Um, uh, all right. Uh, Vanessa, do you want to say some of the things you liked about? Fima?
5: Sure. Um, like Fida, I really enjoyed. Um, a lot of stuff was set up for this film, and I think we always talk about how stuff just shows up in Hollywood films without being accurately set up and you're wondering why. But this this was completely different. Um establishing how fixing stuff has always been a part of Mufer's life. Um and so it makes sense that he's who he is and, and, and that's just it basically his fixing stuff is his person. And I think that was a great way of showing um us that character and introducing us to that character versus telling us who he was. Um, it was so easy to see the love between his sister and his nephews, in the moments that they had together. In in the way he he immediately fixed um, his nephew's tennis paddle, you know. And and it's and it ties in very nicely with how fixing stuff is is who he is. And I guess because it's who he is, it's also in the way that he shows love. Um, And so I really enjoyed seeing that, Um, his performance. I feel like, I don't think anyone has said anything about the performances in this. Um, And it it, it was very obvious that these people are really good actors. Um, It gave me probably one of my favourite Lala Kindoju's performances. Um, I really liked seeing her in this. I really enjoyed this performance. And I guess maybe that's, that's, um credit to to the directing um, cuz it really pulled something out of her so um yeah the cinematography was beautiful the set the set design and like the production quality of it all was just i mean i know we talk about how i don't know if anyone talked but i think we've talked about how nollywood treats um regular nigerians in films and how nollywood likes to wear poverty or just regular life as um what's the word i'm looking for they like to they like to treat it like um i don't want to use the word poverty porn but they do in 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 a bid to elicit some kind of emotion versus just showing us real people living real lives um, and and I think this was evident in the in the set design of it, or the the premise of wanting to leave Nigeria and doing everything that you can to leave Nigeria. Because when we talk about, I mean, even on the conversations that we have online with regards the Jakba movement and people always having these conversations as to how oh you're privileged to be able to talk about Jakba. but it's like even people who aren't in in a financially privileged position are doing things that are within their means and within their powers to leave this country. And I think telling this story from that point of view, just really powerful. Um, The way grief was handled in this was very, very respectful. Um, It didn't, it wasn't, a sh- it wasn't an outward show, like an exaggerated show of grief. Muffer wasn't outlandish- outlandishly crying or screaming or rolling on the floor as we like to do when we portray emotions, be it anger, sadness, pain, whatever. This, this was, you know, a telling of one way that people deal with grief. And sometimes it's just to sit in it in your silent moments and it hits you. And 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 that was really accurately told. The second story I really liked because um, it dealt with a whole lot of other issues. This wasn't a character who was um, I don't know. There was no shame, you know. There's that thing of a ah, Lagos babe who is going out with Susan and So man, blah 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 blah. There wasn't there wasn't any shaming her in this. And I think that's the thing. There wasn't any shaming anybody in 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 these stories. They were, it was just a telling. You know, and I and I think that's important because I get it as filmmakers, your personal beliefs and moral compass, I don't know, whatever, seems to colour um, your storytelling. But this wasn't that. This was just a telling. And sometimes we need that. There's no need for any personal inferences, no blah, 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 blah. blah. Just a telling of regular people going through regular stuff. I'm so glad they didn't have the most outlandish of happy endings. They weren't on planes going to the abroad. It was, for more fair, his happy ending was opening his shop and just moving on with life. And 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 that's powerful. Um, Yeah, the, the, this was really strong. I, I genuinely, and I think because I wasn't watching... I don't know. Maybe it's how good this was. I wasn't watching it to look for anything to talk about really. I just really enjoyed watching this. This was a film that I just sat with. Um and I guess maybe because there wasn't anything wrong with it, you know. Um, production wise, sound wise, all of that. I wasn't my eyebrow wasn't raising at at something. I was like, Egh. and then it takes me out of it. Nothing took me out of this. Of these stories nothing nothing took me out of it and i think that that was powerful in itself i just really enjoyed seeing this
0: thanks vanessa um i'm gonna i'm gonna try to keep it together yo um no thinking about this movie um just brings a lot of emotions back um and especially when people especially when people talk about it and say their own side. So yeah, um, I guess one of the things Vanessa pointed out was um, this sort of um, distance um taken aback not putting not really inserting your emotion uh your morals or anything yeah. but i think it's possible for somebody to watch this film and still be judgmental of some of the characters yeah. in it um because like all this movie is doing is it's just showing it showing showing it like and it has this real documentary type um feel oh. um which uh yeah oh. I don't want to study my own good, but yes, I point is yes, yes. I I felt that I felt that. All right, uh, Elizabeth, do you want to say some things you you liked about Amafe? Uh,
6: first, I'd like to say that I want to apologize to everybody first because <laughs> I did not finish watching this movie, <laughs> and now it's not because of um, lack of interest, guys. It's because I've been dealing with a lot. Of, health wise this past week added to the extraction i wasn't really going to watch a very while dealing with a dry socket um i started watching it uh, today and I and i just kept passing because i didn't want it to finish <laughs> that does not sound smart but that was the reason why i did not finish but so um i've actually gone like a lot i think i only have like maybe 40 minutes max i've gone in one hour 15 minutes so that's what my um, review is going to be based on. So what I like the most, what I love the most about this movie is the way it was shot with the audience in mind. Um, and I'll say this because um, like the death that happened, you know, the we saw the grief and I like that even though we were first introduced to is sister just like really early and when the death happened, I like that. Um, I mean, we we don't have so much to, like, say we're connected to her as far as this story, but we've seen her happy. We've seen her like a uh, brother, children. We've seen her interact with, with her family, especially Mofe. So we receive this, we see and receive this death in whatever state that we are in right there. And I think, Um, it is going to be very personal the way every each person takes or receives um, this death is going to be very relatable to whatever situation that you're in because personally when I saw that scene because this movie doesn't employ any form of like gimmick or melodrama to try to convince or you know make you do something as the audience like it isn't leading you on what to do with editing or music or any of those so personally I didn't cry and I didn't even feel sad but what I felt was a lot of disappointment because I felt like oh my god my first money because you know she said she was going to transfer the money so that was the first thing that came to my head and I also see that as almost like a personal mirror for me because that's how I felt because my my reality is that I'm now very much desensitized to death. And I think that's a very powerful way of of showing, of telling a story, because in that moment, this is how I received it. And I know that the way different people receive it, you know, depending on how related or where they are in emotion, emotion, whatever state they're in, in that moment. And and that's that's what I mean by this movie was shot with the audience in mind. Um, so because it didn't em- employ any of this melodramatic way and convincing me of my sadness it, it, you know, if it had done that this would have been an entirely different movie right this this would be something else and it wouldn't be a movie before um, I go into the stories one of the, some of the other things that stood out to me like the colours the colours the colors that look good in film the red, the yellow the green the blue and i like how this color pop especially the red and the yellows you see that very often in so many frames and i think this gives it um this visual this this visual uh, in a way I, i don't want to use the word stylized but there is this thing that it does to me when i'm watching that i really love i think the other I, I've, I, there are other movies that I really like their coloring, but nothing. They're not film, right? The ones that I really like, they're not. They were not shot in film, so I'm trying to. I'm not trying to remember, but I'm trying. I'm. I'm trying to remember the ones where I really saw a lot of these red and or yellows, like in the mood for love. Anyways, so I like the colors. I like the way it stands out. The frames, a lot of the frames, the the shots, the. The close up shots when it is necessary. In fact, there, there was that shot with, you know, in the beginning, and you're seeing that um, the power box, and then it goes. And then when you see Mofe's face also, it's like he's facing this daunting thing. This, It's madness, the wires, there's a lot of madness going on. And it, that's actually how Mofi's life is. He's just trying to navigate one day at a time. You really don't know, like, we don't know his story. He wants to leave the country. He's an engineer that just works, fix small things for people. And again, characterization for Mufei, he, he's not the sort, like, I, I really like his characterization in the sense that he's not the sort to go for something. Now, I've not finished watching it, which is quite a shame. But from what I've seen so far, he's not the sort of person to go for something. He's like the sort of person to receive things in a sort of sense like receive he has no accounts of his own his sister has all the money i'm presuming he's including his own money savings he's often told what to do not like he's often told what to do but like look at that scene where he went to collect his passport and the man was and the guy that was going to do the passport for him this guy was asking him the question and responding and responding and giving him instruction. I found that very... And Mufay just sat there saying, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about him. It, it didn't happen once or twice. It was it was something that keeps happening. And then instead of saying what is in his mind, he would just resorts to just one-liners, like he's tired, even when he was mad at his dad with the way he handled his sister's death, he just sat there, he's displeased about the entire situation, but he just stood up and needs to go, he didn't give his father his mind, even when he went to prize the coffin, it was, you can say that he's, is displeased with, what you said so. You you said we should probably so you don't even have money and he just left like that, you know. So somebody else would probably feel like you know, in his grief, in his anger, he should say more, he should do more. The same thing with the lawyer when we're telling just Mufai just sits there and people just tell him what to do. But you know that one thing that he finds joy in is maybe just fixing wires and fixing things for people. And that's when when he reacted and started destroying things. You can see that this is or pent up, like he's had all of these things in him that he's not said any form of um, what else did I like? Um, mofa, mofa, um, I think acting. So it was really nice to see Sadiq Daba again. I mean, God rest his soul. But I really like, he didn't say so much. And it, I think he had all of like two scenes throughout like at least two, all the to the part where I've watched it and I really liked his depiction of his character because I mean I, d- I don't think I've heard Sadiq Daba anything less than impeccable English every single time I've seen him on my screen um the acting was good I mean the contemplative way that this movie was shot the the acting just works the acting just working in this world that we're that we are part of, right? Because we're just seeing it's like reality. This there's really not there isn't a lot of external conflicts, right? That there's not not a lot of external drama, you know, going on we're just following these characters and their internal and, and the things happening to them like the internal conflict well there's external like the death but it was also part of his journey right he like needs to travel out now he cannot travel out but so many things going on with his life so that's what we're just taking in um one other thing that i like is the, the vagueness of the time period that we are in um like i said i'm just one hour, 15 minutes in and I think at some point i'm like what time are we in what time are we in oh that's a pos so i google when did pos come to nigeria so so like i know it's not recent i know it's not even in the last five years or maybe 10 years yeah no, maybe not anyways i i really like that we're not even concerned about the time this is set in. So there's really nothing standing out, jarring, you know, jarring you like, oh, this is something that happened last year. Oh, this is something that happened during this Jakarta wave, right? This is just something that you're watching and you're you a part of. I really just like that, you know, the time period. I don't know what's happening there. So I really, I think that's one of the things that, like, also... Um, some of the mundane things about the production that I liked, um, like the same, like some scenes, I mean, a couple of people I talked about you know, the interactions between characters. There was a scene that stood out for me, stood out to me rather. It was um, when the part took the light. See, in every other Nigerian movie that I've watched, I think, okay, apart from one that, is, that Genevieve died and she was a ghost. Anyways, there was a part where they, they took light and they, they took like there was a pause and then this guy just continues talking i really like that because every other movie that i've seen is going to be like ah nepa ha. Ah, why have they not given us like somebody struggling to switch on candle or lamp or you know something just adding that to some form of world building right but this is a perfect world building for me because i think everybody has used i don't want to use the word really again but that's just it's just, it's just it just merged it just merged like well with, with the storytelling um so it brings me to the fluidity in which this story is, is the fluidity I think <laughs> this story is told and I like that this we're seeing the lives converge so this movie is not just about buffet right it's also about um oh, I'm sorry I apologize I forgot have and her sister Grace they train to travel to Italy um the first time we saw them with the words collide. We where our, our characters where they are in the same city so was that spot in the hospital. I don't now because I've not finished this movie. I really can't see if there is some form of sim, if it's symbolic. I will find find out anyways. But that's the hospital where Mofe's sister is is in, and he really can bring out for many reasons. Now, um, Grace is here for uh, checkup. But anyways, I like how. I don't know how the story is parallel. Again, I've not finished it. Me. But I like that we've seen how our two characters' lives converge at some point. I mean, they're not living the same life. Like, they're just living in the same house, I presume, because Mr. Vincent is the landlord, right? Or the caretaker, whatever. Um. So at the, at the core of it for me, from my experience watching this, is that, I like the care with which these stories are told. I mean, Vanessa was saying she doesn't want to use poverty pun, which is really what happens most times. And yeah, poverty here is not a character. It's not a costume. Rather, it's not um, it's not an apic. It's not. It's not dropping like salt. Be throwing some salt, right? And it's not exactly the, the entire identity of this film, right? It is just, it, it just is. It's just characters that you've probably heard about seen, or that you are. So you can receive, like I said, this movie was shot with the audience in mind. So you can receive it as it is. Like you can receive it in whatever state that you're in. So whatever inter- interpretation like that you want to give it because of how you relate to these characters. Please go ahead. Anyways, that's it for me. Thank you.
0: Uh thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> uh finish the film. Brave of you but, coming to but film yeah, brave brave of before you. finishing. <laughs> um I, amazing uh, that still able to uh download all of that though from from that. But yes, um I, one of the things you mentioned about um that 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 box, the the electricity box. I don't know whether you've gotten to the part where um, they start fixing it, but like you can't, it, it, he's using, I think he's using toothpicks and inside there to like patch some things up and inside there you can see where they've folded like bits of papers mm-hmm. to like help. It's just, that is so nice. That's just Nigeria, just Nigeria, like in a nutshell, if like a frame of what like people are living through in um, in their lives and like just, Ah, anyway, all right. The, my turn is coming. Uh, um, uh, all right, I think, uh you seem like you're ready. I'm
2: um, so sorry about that. It was um, something I was I had to quickly do. All right, so I very glad that you recommended this movie. And um, like I said, I'm not going to be salty about this movie. I am still salty about HBO, but it's okay. <laughs> um. So the first thing I kind of wanted to talk, when I saw the movie, I wanted to, like, research and to see what the directors were trying to say. And I kind of, like, want to talk about the casting. Um, I do, I am glad to see Sadiq Daba. I think this is his last movie before he left, before he died. And it, as Elizabeth said, it is quite interesting to see him speak in Nigerian pidgin. I said Nigerian Pigeon, but to speak in that, because normally it doesn't, it doesn't. It's, it's always giving like, it's it's always giving this um, highly trained speaking voice thing that it does come from the generation in Nigeria where you have to talk like that if you want to be a broadcaster or something like that. So it does, it makes sense. And it's kind of good to see that. Um I realized that some of the casts, some of the casts that he used were, they, they were first-time actors on film, on film. Um, and even um, fair you can kind of hear sometimes his accent tops, taps out, taps in, right? You can kind of hear it sometimes, like, okay. But it's still amazing. And it's just like everybody did very great, gave very good performances. And I liked it. The white guy was an actual actor that can act. Very good. Um so they just to the casting, we have to thank um was was her name? I mean. L- Lola King jo- Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she was a casting director and she casted herself. And she was also she was also fantastic like as a annoying manager that doesn't necessarily listen. It's it was all it was all well. It was all just beautiful, just wonderful. Um now i personally believe that acting in movies as important as they are it's also our our like um the crew frames and acting it also impacts the acting the music everything how it's all made also impacts the acting so that's why most of them i don't necessarily always kind of blame actors um and i have to say directors in this direct they directed and they didn't make their actors look stupid, right? If their actors made a mistake, they didn't put that mistake in the final cut of the movie. They said cut. You had to know, they'd be like, they had to say cut or oh, do this or this. They took probably multiple takes of something. I don't know, but like there was, there is something that you see that there is some sort of care and this took longer and they were willing to spend the time on set, it's not, whenever people say, whenever I talk about profit here, I'm not saying it's bad for people to get profit. We live in a capitalist system. It's what we have to do, whatever. It's just that if you're going to give out a product, at least make the product of some standard. You can always make substandard products because that's what capitalism requires, but just of some standard. And we can see, and they did this, this is, this they did this in film. Most Nigerian movies are are digital, right? They use 60-minute 60, 60 films in this. This is film. And film is much, much harder. Actual, actual film, which is another thing I want to impress. I want to say amazing. Most movies nowadays, I'm not even talking Nigeria, even most Hollywood movies that even if, if they make it in post-production, they make it look like it's film. It's not film. It's digital. Every, almost everything is using digital cameras. And in film they you have less time to do shots like you have to get it correct less time to do to be reshooting and reshooting and yet you could see that it took time and patience to do this so what is the excuse of other nigerian movies you are using digital you are using digital okay if somebody makes a mistake if there's something that is not supposed to be on the something and you catch it very obvious ones i'm not talking about very small ones that's maybe it got but very obvious ones and you catch it why don't you just reshoot it you're right there that's that's it. this movie amazing i'm just wow um and they spent a lot more money on it because again they're shooting in film film is expensive um you, as when i watched the movie too i was seeing very much that like oh i was thinking about like I don't know if some of you have watched like the movies from Taiwan in the '90s and '80s, in the late '80s and like '90s. Um, so the Taiwanese wave, I believe that's what they call. It. I was thinking about movies like that, and I was just like, "Wow, it looks kind of like that." The story, the storyline is a family storyline. It's not, it's not, it's nothing too outrageous. It's about humanity. It's about going everyday life. And I was thinking about that and they said that and I was like, wow, that's amazing. Um and I absolutely love the storyline. One of the reasons, as everybody has, has said about like why they like the storyline, is like it's it's just life. Like there's nothing to um it doesn't it does it's not created to be melodramatic, it's not created to get as much st- as much butts in seats, you know, the sort of ways that we all know because we've been watching movies for a very, very long time. We've been watching film for a very long time. So we know that, oh, this it's it's just it's not it's none of that. It's it's just telling what we can perceive to be like a life, an actual true life. Um indeed, it is a, there is no ridiculous happy ending, as everybody has said. And that's one thing I do like about it. it the ending for mofeh mofeh in the end helps blessing and helps gives the money to his to his father even though we see that the father is is highly selfish highly just horrible terrible stuff it takes on that burden it is something that happens in real life like and i i I've not found a lot of movies nowadays, recent movies that have talked about the fact that, yes, indeed people are trash, people do trashy things, but there are always there should be always somebody in a way it is sad, it is tragic, that it doesn't necessarily get its justice in the way that should that that we think that justice should be. like justice should be like, oh, kick the person to the curb everything but the realities of life is that somebody is going to have to swallow that and just do the right thing there's a tragedy in it but there's also a joy in it there's also a a joy in it and i kind of i very much like that the movie sort of Quietly celebrates them. It does celebrate that sort of thing, right? And I'm glad for that. Um, there's also a tragedy in the story of what was it? in the story of Rose, Rose, right? In the end, she does choose to marry or to be with San Vincent. She doesn't necessarily love San Vincent. And Saint Vincent knows that. And I kind of like how the movie does not necessarily have villains, except in some places it does have villains, but it does not necessarily have villains with some of the people that are just trying to live their life, right? She has, she doesn't love this man. She doesn't think this man, this man does not feel fulfill a ideal of what she wants, of her desire, right? But conditions, this is the best that she can get. At least he's a respectful man. At least he will treat her well. And she can be able to care for her sister. These are some of the decisions and choices that happen in life that we often don't celebrate in our ways of storytelling. And I I personally blame capitalism for that because of, like, this old... But if you go back in the past and past stories before... Like, it it tells this type of story of, like, Things happen in life, and people make choices based on the choices of life that they have, and they will get on with life. They will live on with life, and life is a fulfilling life. It doesn't necessarily have to be this amazing story of journey of hero, uh, hero's journey, like Joseph Campbell. Like Joseph Campbell says, no, life is not an hero's journey, and most stories, by the way, never actually fit the hero's journey. Joseph Campbell, you didn't do a very good job or whatever. It is not that. And this type of storytelling is amazing to see it on screen. And especially because this is more amazing because this is a more recent movie. And movies and shows have not really been doing this type of story. No matter where online, where, where from what global world you watch it, they've not really been doing this type of story. It's It's in the with like it's not been happening. I don't know why, but it's good to see it. It's amazing to see it, and especially it is a Nigerian story. And by the way, this movie is so. I don't. It's like I know it cannot go for Oscars because well, the time has as has gone past it. It can, but. Also, it's 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 predominant in English, so we can't we can't do international feature because they need it to be an actual foreign language, and this is the way actual Nigerians speak, right? We speak with pidgin English, most of the we also speak in our tradition in in our native tongue, but we also speak in pidgin English. So this movie cannot be, it would not because there are other things that has to be going But this movie is a very very good movie it's a very very good movie it's 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 amazing it's it's also very nigerian right it shows lagos itself and not just the ritzy parts of lagos that all these movies that want to be especially i'm telling this to like filmmakers especially because they want to like go international right they want to go international there's only very particular places of Lagos that they've only been few showing us. And I get it. It's not easy to shoot in Mushin. It's not easy to shoot in there. the area boys and all that stuff. Okay. But this movie is a love story to also Lagos. And like, it's not Banana Island Lagos. It's not all those Ritzy, Lively, Indrigy. It's not. I didn't even see the bridge once in this Lagos. I didn't even know that that bridge was there. And I loved it. It's it's Lagos itself is a character in the story, like just the everydayness of Lagos, like just and the movie changed location quite a couple of times. It does it does reuse location and it changes locations quite a couple of times, and it's locations that make sense to the characters that we're seeing, and also the characters that we're seeing. These are poor. Everybody has mentioned that these are poor characters. And can you see our Nigerian movie that is that just treated poor characters with respect? They are like human beings. They are human beings. They're simple human beings living their lives. Even this story has like the contemplativeness of death, right? It has it better than the movie that we watched the end, that we just finished watching. What's it called? That the, the kings of Malaysia, It shows that so much more, more, more beautifully than a movie where the essential theme theme of it is death. and that's and it's not the essential theme of this movie, and that's just saying something. And uh, so uh, just all this. Somebody mentioned in the mood for love, the person also, Waikashek, the people also said that they were like inspired by that. And it's just so beautiful. Um, The movie does create as a criticism of like, um, I do feel like the movie did add a little bit of criticism of, and the people that does a little bit criticize is Sheyi, the one that, the friend of the white guy, and that, that group, it does have a little bit criticism because we see the way they talk we see the way they interact we see the movie gives us time to see that the camera pans on them a little bit it does have a criticism of them and i'm 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 okay with having a criticism of of those people and it shows not only like poor they are poor nigerians they are also rich nigerians who are assholes <laughs> it it shows that so um i don't know there is nothing bad to really say about this movie this movie is is a very nigerian movie it's very wonderful. It's very beautiful. the The production design. Want we'll to talk about the production design? Amazing. It looks like actual people's living room. It looks like, and I'm not sure. I'm not putting stuff. And it's wonderful. Wow. Like whoever did the production design, the set design, and everything, wonderful. The shots, beautiful. Everything, wonderful. So, um, let me stop if I continue to talk too much all
0: right all right thanks Uh, no i feel you i feel you somebody might need to tell me to stop today as well (laughs) i don't know um but you guys are really doing uh well you guys are taking a lot of my points so that's that's good to see that other people are feeling some of the things i was feeling um so like uh if you want to uh if, if you don't want to come up and speak uh Please uh, just leave a comment or use the hashtag Nollywood Film Club. We'll pin your tweet and we'll read it out. Uh, but like otherwise, you can just request to speak and uh, you can come on. I'll go to uh, uh yeah. Oh, you can review also on Nolly Data. It's, it's the link is uh, pinned up there. It's first tweet. All right. Uh, our next speaker, TFR. Please uh, tell us some of the things you liked about AMF.
7: So I I love this movie. It's in my Nollywood Hall of Fame. I love, love, love this movie. Like, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So first things first, I, I I think this film is very, for lack of a better word, I would say this film is very intimate. It just feels so intimate. Like, it wants to reach out and hug you. Like, it just feels so, so intimate. And... The dialogue is very simple to understand. They are using Nigerianisms, but they are not forcing it. You know, there are certain films that they'll try and force one slang inside. And years later, you're watching the film and you're like, Che, ha, this, this, this is the age world because nobody mm-hmm. says this anymore. But they inserted Nigerianisms that have been used for decades, like, and it fits with the speech. Like, it just felt very, like, what the regular nigerians would say or like when they were you know like when they were when um bofe and wisdom were working on the electricity thing and he said oh it, um he shocked you you know that thing of nigeria when you ask when you ask a question and they just like they they answer you back in secondary school we called it troopers, and they and and they answer you like sarcastically and everything that was that was such a good that was a nice thing i, I giggled a bit um Even just you know talking about oh this one or your is your case or just certain Nigerianisms that I don't think would ever grow old or would get stale, they inserted it in the dialogue. Then of course everyone has spoken about the cinematography and the shots, and um, I'm just going to go through some of my favorite shots that I felt like oh my god like this was like a painting. There was a scene where Rosa and um, Grace were at the pharmacy the pharmacy i think and just the way that they were like the blocking of the, like how they were blocked and like where they were standing and everything it just felt so good then when um there was like a shot of lagos with water i think the, they was shot plenty of water and cars passing that was so good then of course you know seeing um, Rosa threw the beaded cuttings. It's been a while I've seen those beaded cuttings when, when you're growing up. You see, when you want to make your hair, those were the saloons that always slap the ones with the beaded cuttings and stuff like that. So, it's like every, every, you know, when they say every shot felt like a painting, or when um, she was with the white guy, I don't even know his name, and she got a phone call in that they, they were in some room or so, and just how the camera followed her when she took the call. And when she came back it was just beautiful like i can't even um, imagine the amount of work that must have gone into like pre-production and making the short list and all of that like i was just like wow these guys actually did work during pre-production like i cannot i can only imagine the amount of effort they put in like in pre-production and like I, as other speakers have said because it was even shot on film like that even made it harder so I can just imagine the amount of work. Then, of course, the performances. I loved everyone's performance. I really like even the people that were supposed to be annoying where they acted annoying well. Like um Alex Hunter. I don't know. His, uh, sorry, Alex Hunter is his name in FIFA. I don't know his real name, but that was his name in FIFA. The guy that was friends with the white guy that was supposed to be annoying. So um he, he was annoying and, and he acted it well even like the minor minor characters wisdom was good as well and one thing this film also did i love how they portrayed friendship like friendship was a major theme like we see how moffat and wisdom like they were apprentice and ma- and um, teacher but they had a friendship um grace had her own best friend her and her sister they were very close they just had like we just had those themes of friendship and it was just so beautiful to see. Like I really, really liked that. Then of course, like um then sorry, I'm trying to I forgot what I wanted to say. Yes, okay, the sound design too was very good. Like the ambient sound, there was no echo, there was no like the sound design, the editing technically I would I would go ahead and say that this is the best technically I've seen in a Nigerian film.
1: I I, I I'm
7: I don't think I've seen a better tech like technical aspect. I don't think I've seen a better Nigerian film. Sound design, check, editing, check. Everything was production design, like everyone has said. Because most times when we when we talk about production design, we only remember the epics. Oh, set in the nineteen fifties or set in the we don't like contemporary production design. We don't really like loud this much, but this one was 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 beautiful. I can still remember the, like, Rosa's Walls. Like, I can still remember that. Like, and just some memorable sayings. I can still remember when the, the Montserrat guy gave that whole speech of, you know, the way we live this world is very important and all of that. Like And I also like that this film did not need to spell out certain things to us. Like they just, it was a, really a show, not tell kind of thing. For example, they didn't need to tell us, okay, this is a burial, though. We just saw them. They were wearing their robe attire, and, the, and they were serving food. We know that, okay, this is the burial scene. They didn't need to spell it out to us and say, we are gathered here today right, right by the graveside, kiniko, all of that. It's like they, 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 We sure knew that, okay, this was the burial, because we saw them dressed. We saw them serving the food. And, you know, just certain things, like they respected the intelligence of the Nigerian audience. And that was that is something that I I I I feel like really um made sense to me because very many times I feel like filmmakers don't even rate the audience and that's not how to go about, you know, filmmaking. Um I also think, okay, so um I also really liked um Bimbo Manuel and Sadiq Daba. Like people have said, I've seen these people act other things. I've seen Bimbo Manuel act a typical Yoruba man and, and I'm seeing him change his speech and his diction you know even the way he's pronouncing words because I grew up in worry and a lot of Nollywood worry stereotypes is very oh area area worry woo this thing break bottle all of that but they don't even get certain pronunciations of certain words right and um in the with the accent and all of that and I could tell that Bimbo Manuel changed certain ways in how he would speak, like how, even how he would say thank you. Even him say, oh, Miguel rendo, even the way they would pronounce certain things. And I think like for someone that I have seen him act a typical like Yoruba person, like he really tried like in pronunciation of certain words. Um, And I also think the auntie, sorry, the I, I don't even know if she's the auntie, but the one that was with blessing, um, the one that was with Blessing, she also really acted very well. And her role, it, I don't know, it just felt very natural. Even when she came, you know, the first thing she did was trying to appease him with food. She made a and Kini and all of that, trying to appease him with food. Like, it just felt very natural. Like, I, I was like, okay, yeah, she definitely wants something. It just felt like, like, just very, I wouldn't say slice of life, but it just felt like, her character just felt like, like somebody i know like it just for very real that sort of thing even you know even when i'm sorry just to say just to say this is by the way but it just made me go a bit so you know how you know th- when they were saying something about oh they found out that the father had a child when for during somebody's burial or something like that and that was hilarious to me because people talk about this is just a like a personal joke, but people talk about you know how we always see the Yoruba demon in Nollywood films. It's time we see the the South South man because if you <laughs> sorry, like there's this there's this kind of like funny like joke and everything that you never really know like how many children a South South man has until like a big family gathering like maybe his burial or something and just be finding different different children. All of, so, I mean, I caught that and I was like, okay, this is for this, like, I, I caught that and I was like, ah, this man is really like a son of the uh, just jokes kind of thing. And, yeah, it just felt really, even Chigo, um, I, I even liked her performance. It wasn't too over the top because I think certain times they always cast her to be so over the top, even though she was probably the most, the loudest character. It wasn't that, you know, loud. And the fact that they also, how I say, you know that, that baby that was living with her, that was symbolic in the sense that somebody had probably dropped their own baby to be able to go abroad like that's what that showed to me i was like ah okay somebody has probably dropped their own baby to go abroad and that's why she was looking for like so she, that's kind of like this is not her first time of doing this baby for baby for abroad exchange that sort of thing um that was just that was just that was i, I was like okay i see that's that's the thing i'm saying like they align the audience, put two and two together. They don't have to tell us that, hey, or they didn't have to insert it in dialogue and say, Oh wow, sister, do you think that that is why there's a girl there? That... No. Like we could we could see that for ourselves. We could put two and two together because the audience is actually educated. We are actually smart. So honestly, that that is that that was my favorite thing about this film. Like it was just felt very intimate. It engaged you. And it was just beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful to look at. It's well written. It is a great film. It is. The, it is a great, And it is in my personal Nollywood Hall of Fame. And it is the best Nollywood film technically. As in technical aspects in my opinion. Thank you very much. Those are my likes. Thank uh, you, TFR.
4: I want to build a more burial scene. And I've been trying to word what I want to say in my head. And I haven't put it together properly, so take it anyhow we see it. Um, but the way that burial scene was presented, I think you pointed out that they respected the audience, but besides that, it felt like it was written for me or for Nigerians, right, mm-hmm. and just put out there. Because I've been having this um, complaint for writers more often, actually, for prose novels and stuff. I feel like there's a lot of explanation that they're explaining for Oyibo. Mm. Right, Because they want an international audience, but they don't feel confident in the Nigerian or African content enough to just put it out there without explaining it for the non-Nigerian and non-Western understanding. Meanwhile, when we read their work and their books and they watch their films, nobody's explaining anything to us. Right. Mm. Figure it out. Mm. So when they presented the burial scene like that, as Nigerians, we got it. Mm. You get because it was put out there. Like, if they had started explaining this scene, I would be like, ah, okay. Now the right time for you, boo. And, like, it's just that, that feeling of, yeah, okay. This this is a film made for me, right?
0: Yeah. And I have to say, like, it's, you know, like, Sh- Shagun's tweet here says, uh, they respected the intelligence of the Nigerian audience, which is a TFR court. And it's, it's interesting because I don't, I love that they did it and I don't know why or what gave them the balls. To <laughs> me. Because like it's like well, no one else is doing it. I mean, like okay, let me not say no one else, but very few people are doing it. And like this does it to such a high degree. I'm gonna get to some of my likes when it go. It does it to such a high degree. Like there are so many things when you watch this a second time, or if you watch this a second time or a third time, I guarantee you you will see things you did not see. Before, Because, like, the film doesn't go, hey, I'm about to do this thing, or open your eye, or film really takes this, like, um, from, takes this almost, almost like a bird's eye view, and hey, like, look at all these things, pick on whatever your eye falls on, Mm -hmm. cool, notice it, Um, but yes. uh,
4: Just, sorry, me again, so sorry, but just a side note, about this burial thing again, because I'm just remembering, um, no, I'm just remembering other films that I've seen recently that have done funerals, Mm -hmm. right? nigerian films and what we have is we're by the grave side everybody's wearing black mm. and everybody's crying mm. that's now our own destiny of mm. showing a funeral and i'm not saying they're not funerals that happen like that in nigeria mm. but this just seems so much more authentic
0: well yeah that's because so like a lot of times sometimes people aren't necessarily doing anything wrong yeah. in their filmmaking but just but they're just repeating things that other people have done it's mm. so like yeah yeah no well done i like that you've shown done a drone shot to show us lecky bridge so we know in lagos Well done. there's nothing wrong with that but maybe try some other kind of establishing shot maybe start with an electric box that is messed up let us get uh let's let's understand where we are in this particular scene like this in this rush to go hey by the way we're in league and i'm talking about a drone shot now but like that that's all the drone shot does of of Lagos. Hey, by the way, we're in Lagos, right? That's that's what it's telling you. It's like, like what, is is there, is there a real need to know this at this point right now? All right? Do we need to know that right now? Is a question. Anyway, let me not get too what? far ahead. Yes, we're moving on. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Nollywood from here. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to Cynthia. Cynthia, please. Go ahead.
8: That how to shout. Anyway, let me start with um, a shade to myself. Um, at first, when I was watching this movie, I thought my screen was broken. <laughs> and that's because they shot on film camera. I'm sorry. I just thought my screen was broken, but that's my shade. Then, um, now to my likes. Um, so, I guess like everyone has have said, sorry, I've not been listening. So if I repeat, you like, forgive me. Um, there's something about using relocation that makes it real. And it's also like help the character. Like, I mean, I would expect that none of us was surprised when moffat um, didn't know what WhatsApp was. You saw his house, you saw his workplace, you could imagine. Then um, another thing I did with the location was it was done so well that... Um, his house in Lagos, that television stand and the antenna, when he went back to his village, Delta State we saw him entering the vehicle, but we didn't see him coming back, but we just saw him in that location, okay, and we know that this guy is in Lagos, okay, that's because they did so well with building the location then let's go to characters um, this movie was good with child actors see, children were acting like children you saw uh, Mofet's sister children running up and down, causing destruction, destroying our TV, even though they would not sure. In the dinner, they were doing cho choo choo talking when adults were talking. Like, children were acting like children. They didn't need to force them to come and give us one smart line. They were just being children, okay? Now, Mofet's father, I'm so sure most, of, most people have said this thing, when he got to the set and I saw him sit down, his poised, I just thought that like this man would be a very wicked man. <laughs> I just thought this man will not care about his children, okay? Just the way he sat down. it just gave me the character. I just knew what this character is going to be like. Another thing that I did with him was his costume. Now, um, and that was when I was like, oh, who produced this movie? Well, I guess they're there Robo people. In the village, A Tide Rapper. If you have been to any Roboman out." Uh, unexpectedly, unexpectedly or the usual costume they do is to tie wrapper and wear a shirt. So it was just being real sitting down with his wrapper and his shirt. And also um most of the costume in this movie felt very real. Is either they're tying rapper or they're wearing um a regular Ankara top and blouse. So like you could relate that ah uh, this is real Nigeria. No need of fancy clothes when we don't need fancy clothes. Another thing is Bimbo Manuel. When he came in and I saw that hat, I was like, this is a correct Urobo Man character, debut. You see that hat? Ah, that is like a character on his own. Okay, and when he said the I Mingro, mean and I think he said something about Binori or something, his accent and everything was just too good as an Urobo Man. And if you also go back to the burial scene, you could see them wearing that hat. Even when the grandpa went to the coffin. So they did very good with the costume, and maybe it's because robust but they did very good with the question. Then um another thing I noticed was even in the village uh I also felt like most of the pigeon the bulk of the pigeon was spoken when they were in Delta State location. Okay so for some reason they made sure that um I mean in a common South South house you hear a lot of pigeon and they made sure that a lot of the pigeon we heard was when this man went back to his home in Delta State. Then, um, another thing about the character, which is not a big deal, but because not only we discussing people that are older than me, or they look older than me, and they want to claim that they are teenagers, hmm, was when I saw Grace, I saw her face, and I was like, this girl is 20 plus. But she looked 15 in this movie. Why? Because they were intentional. They did not allow her wear a wig. They did not allow her wear her makeup. They made her braid her hair, whether it's Patewa or Clap, she did. But the sha was intentional in making us believe that that character was a teenager. Okay? Another thing they did for me was Kemi So So um, I know a lot of people feel she's a very, very fantastic actress. But um, in The Smart Money Woman, uh, it was very, very hard watching her. And for some reason, in this movie, her character was so bearable that I feel like. I should applaud them for bringing that in her for me. And also, um, Chigo character. Like, I'm used to seeing Chigo in comedic roles. And in this movie, Chigo had a non comedy role, and she even spoke one sentence in Italian. I mean, I think they deserve an accolade for those two people in particular. Then, um, this movie also did something with I don't know if I should call it suspense or tying the story. That I liked. Um, when the generator incident happened, um, we saw more and it was carrying only. We only saw him carrying his sister in the KK. I mean, I'm like, where are the boys? Where are the boys? Like, that was what was going through my head. Then um, we saw a prayer scene, and if you notice, the first time they showed us the coffin, it was only one coffin we saw, and because they have shown a prayer scene, me, I've already gotten hope. <laughs> I've already gotten, oh, but later we saw like the three coffins, so they did well with like, is it keeping me probably keeping me in suspense, I don't know if people were in suspense, but they, keep, they did well in keeping me with suspense and also tying the, um not of the story. same thing with Grace, she was just acting unruly and I was like, what's doing this girl then the next thing, I'm seeing a baby bump I'm, and I'm like, okay, okay okay, then um, another thing they also did is um, doing things are making us not ask questions like a lot of Hollywood producers or writers. They will write things without dropping clue or without giving us background. And when we ask questions, they will tell us to think. Abba, but this movie, if you notice, I'm so I'm so sure that you will not ask what happened to the white guy. Why? because they were clue cool and they were background. We saw when his friends were profiling the babe and they were bringing up, ah, and this one was so asked for astro and this one was so asked for this. She asked, did she ask you to buy a smartphone? We saw how the white man behaved when they got to the smartphone question. When they got to the room and they were discussing and she answered the phone with, not the smartphone he bought, And they look at everything. And the next thing, she's asking this man for rent. Because they have shown us how they are profiling this babe, why his friends are profiling this babe. We didn't see the character again, okay? And they don't need to tell us, but we already know that this character has gone, okay? Because of that gist with his friend. Then um, another thing they did were relatable dialogues and scenes. Almost all the topic on the radio podcast was interesting for me. <laughs> they were interesting. There were things you, there are things that you hear on the radio in Nigeria. Okay. Um, when the television sport you see how the auntie is blaming it on the kids. It might not even be the children that did the thing, but like me, these are things you expect or you see in a Nigerian home. Then um, the prayer scene at the hospital. So this is very common. Oh, I saw it a lot when I did my IT in the hospital, especially when the patient is dead or is about dying, that miraculous leap of faith or something or hope to happen. So that prayer scene at the hospital, okay? Um then we saw um wisdom. Ah When I saw wisdom, fine boy with data. I knew that this guy would enjoy himself. <laughs> I think this guy will enjoy himself, and he has injured himself, okay? Then also, um, the drive from Lagos to Delta State. You see the um, change in, like, you, you can see a lot of village houses, you can see a lot of trees. In fact, I'm sorry to say that that whole thing where you drew from Lagos to Delta State is better than Sule movie that they were doing on Interlock is way, way, way better then the white guy discussing his custom experience. These are things that these are things that happen with custom Nigeria. Okay. So those dialogue, I'm like, okay, this is real. Then we also had, um, I think I've even forgotten what anyway. We also had the aggressive or sarcastic tone that Nigerians always have, or Nigerians have, which is something that People we hear and say, ah, these people are rude. I think um, TFA mentioned it. Like when wisdom was like, it shocked you, I'm offense, like, no, I did dance. That's the Nigerian way of speaking. Okay. And over here, when people ask me some questions, even though I don't stay out, it plays in my head because I don't want to sound rude. So we have that sarcastic tone. And it also happened when Chimezia character came and it was like, after taking picture with um, Grace, and his friend, and it was like, you save them. And Grace Friend was like, No, I throw away RAM. So they brought in this um sarcastic tone that Nigerians have. So they sounded very, very, very Nigerian. Uh-huh, the coffin dialogue. Ah, I forgot. When the man was advising um advertising um his coffin, I was telling them to um buy so that um, the way you live there. That's very Nigerian. That's the way a coffin businessman is going to behave, okay? So I'm not a technical person, but uh, for some reason I actually like the camera movements. Like you could see that they are talking on, they are talking about someone. The camera is facing the person. Then they talk about another person. And the camera moves swiftly to the other person. And I think my favorite camera movement was in the bus station where um, the auntie had come back um, for um, to ask for money, and it um, went to the bus station to like. Say farewell to the auntie and our son blessing. And then uh, the camera just moved and we're now watching everything from the window. And I was like, ah, ah, I don't know. I just like the camera movement in this movie. Then finally, uh, let's talk about food. Ah, this movie did very well with food representation. And um, over they did not say the name of the food they were eating. Okay, this is sharp. Better than what a lot of people have given me. Better than what Anicola gave me. Better than what Elsheba. Oh, Jesus Christ, she- oh, she was giving me flashes and flashes and flashes. It was too fake. Okay, so this movie did way better in food representation. Okay, and um, it they didn't have to wait for a big celebration or do we saw a various thing, but it was like an everyday thing we do. Okay, so the dinner with the kids. The dinner with his sister and the kids, the regular eating in um, Lagos at night. Um, what Grace and her friend eating when the sister came back, her preparing dinner. So it was just like a regular part of life. How we do eat food, it was just put there and it was perfect. Okay, and even when they did not show food, I'm social. Sure I had a scene when um, I was talking to wisdom and it was like, ah. Um, you, you go chop. So they just had it there, and it was very natural. And another thing they did was, it's very Nigerian to offer drink when a visitor comes okay? So I don't think Mortina or Coke sponsored this movie. I mean, it didn't feel like they cared about the commercial thing, they cared more about the audience. So when Mofe went back to the village and they offered him Mortina, okay, free advice, but that's a very Nigerian thing to do. I'm telling you because, yeah, anytime I visit anybody, they're just looking at me and I'm looking at them. They don't to offer me anything. That's a very Nigerian thing to do. When um, this thing, when um, uh, Grace and Rosa went to meet Chigo, she was like, ah, we put a fanta. That's a very Nigerian thing to do. Okay, so they did free advice for those drinks because, well, they, they were probably not thinking commercial. Or anything, but they were thinking Nigeria, and they were able to like put it there. Okay, so um, for those of you, for those of you, guys, to collect money for trophy beer, and you people used to put it on billboard, one cartoonish billboard, and be zooming in and zooming out in um, of um, trophy label bottle name. This is an expo for you people. This is an expo for you people to use. It's a very Nigerian thing to offer people drink when they visit you, okay? Stop drinking Trophy Start on Wine Glass or in the name of and Trophy is sponsoring your movie. I am tired. Okay? I am very, very tired. (laughs) And if you do not like, or if you don't want to do free adverts because um, a drink does not sponsor you. There's nothing with buying Zobo for people to drink. Zobo is also a very Nigerian thing. And Anyways, <clears throat> in conclusion, I feel that this movie was very Nigerian, and I mean that's something that's going to always stand out. People will watch this movie and they are seeing something different, and that difference is Nigerian in the way they speak, in the way they, in the clothes they wore, in how they move, and everything. I didn't see any Hollywood trope. I didn't see any Bollywood, um, rain CGI. I did not see just, just Nigerian and. Yeah, and yeah, the movie is going to stand out among a lot of movie Hollywood produces because this is very Nigerian. Thank you. All Thank right. you, Cynthia.
3: Thanks,
0: Cynthia. Oh wow. Yes, uh, very well said from yeah. the professor. Uh, Mrs. I your turn or do you want to Oh t-
9: is
4: it my turn? I think it's your turn. Oh yeah? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I just Cynthia just reminded me of a kid and we'd go visit somebody and they'd offer oh. malt to the adults and then offer the kids <laughs> mineral <Sorry>. coca <coconut. laughs> Right. So that was always fun. Okay, so um, I've seen a of it two and a half times, mm. uh, and it gets better with every watch. That's my first good is that it gets better with every watch, mm. which is not very common. Um, second thing I noticed is there are a lot of things that people have pointed out that I actually loved. I'm going to reiterate something Vanessa said about it being mostly non-judgmental. It just shows you these people's lives. Mm. Um, And there are a lot of things that were in here that could be a big deal. You could put an opinion on it, but Mm. they don't. And the one that stands out to me the most is um, Grace. Grace's pregnancy. Mm. There is no emphasis on why she's pregnant. Mm. There is no ado about this teenager being pregnant. Mm. In fact, when we find out Grace is pregnant, which is links to the death scene as well. These big reveals are being done so casually Uh because that's just life, right? This is just life. This is casual. Nobody's telling you, oh my God, this is a big moment. Mm -hmm. So when we first meet Grace, Esther's asking her, "Eh, have you taken your um, medication? Have you taken your drugs? Have you taken your passport? She's on the bed, watching, going through Mm -hmm. socials with her best friend, putting on a fake accent, just being a normal kid right? Mm-hmm. So when you find out that this girl is pregnant, it's like whoa! And, and then we find out in the hospital and they're just like, oh, the you know, if you tell what, what, what is low, have you been taking your medication? And that's when you realize that the meds that has started asking if you have taken is a meds, like, for being pregnant and it's just, it's just there casually. No one says why she's pregnant, right? And it reminds me of some other films, like no one's name, but like, a film which film was it? Um, oh. Where, uh, this lady called life mm. right? Where she has this whole thing with her mom Because of her pregnancy, mm. her teen pregnancy And then her mom finally empathizes with her Because she tells her she was raped mm. Pissed me off, because I'm like, who cares mm. Why are you being a cunt to her And you're, you were not going to stop if she hadn't told you she was raped mm. Bullshit, right, we don't know why This teen is pregnant This teen is in Pina 4, mm. right And if you're in Pina 4, you're in junior secondary school
9: mm.
4: Right, you don't wear scared till SS1 mm. So this is a, a young teen, she's pregnant and there's such a casualness to it. Nobody's emphasizing why she's pregnant. Nobody's giving you a reason not to judge her for being pregnant. Mm. She's just a pregnant. She's just a kid, right? And that carries on throughout so much of the film. We're just seeing things, right? Which is why when the white guy's friends start, you know, talking about these things, it really rubs you the wrong way. Mm. Because so far, we've just seen these people just existing, right? It's like this. I don't know if anybody has ever heard this. Um... of course, marry for love, but go where there are rich people to fall in love, Mm. right? Mm. It's like, Rosa's just trying to survive, right? She's not... Of course, she asks him for stuff, right? Mm. Of course, she follows up with the white boy when he's giving her eyes and not really making any concrete moves. Mm. Of course, she's prioritizing this guy over landlord. Mm. This is a better life for her and her sister. Mm. We see that. It makes sense.
9: Mm.
4: There's no judgment to it. Mm. But, like, also... Of course, when the white guy has been told a bunch of things by his friends, yes. he starts thinking, you know, and then he sees the signs, he sees that the phone is gone. He doesn't know her life, right? While well, the ones watching her life, he doesn't know this. It makes sense that he also dips because they've told him this, the signs are showing. So, like, it was so just beautifully just showed things instead of telling us this is how you can feel. Then the characterizations, I thought, were great. Like Rosen's characterization, Grace's characterization, Grace was a child. It didn't matter that she was pregnant, she was a child and she acted like a child, right? She acted like a teenager. Her sister, it was just obvious. She cared for her, she loved her, and it influenced a lot of the decisions she made, right? In trying to look after her sister. She's a hairdresser, she comes home, she's checking in on her, she's asking her how she's doing. She's trying to work out Italy, right? Trying to figure that out, trying to date and in the end, decides to go with landlord because you know, she doesn't say it, right? Nobody's having this conversation that uh this life that I want to go to Italy and put my sister in is not the best thing. She doesn't say it, but you see her make that decision, right? You see her make that decision to put her and her sister's welfare like in this situation. She's choosing the lesser evil for them. It's not a situation she's very happy with, but she goes in and she negotiates it, right? Mm-hmm. Because that is who she is. She's trying to look after them. Um, my first characterization. I thought his characterization was fantastic. He was a fixer. He was fixing stuff throughout, right? So even like his sister and her kids, you can see the affection, right? Nobody says, I love you, Mm -hmm. right? Nobody's saying, I love you. I love you so much. Oh my God, you people are my world. What will I do without you? Mm. He's walking home. He goes behind wisdom and he hits him on the head, Mm. right? Rubs his head a little bit, leaves him where he is and goes, goes home. And then we see him working with the other kid, right? No, sorry, not wisdom. Is it Goddy? that's his name? Mm. We see him working with the other kid, right? They're fixing the generator together. You see that there's a bond there. Mm. Sister comes home, kid runs, like there is a bond with all of them. Her excitement when he shows her the passport, right? Like I'm going to send this to you tomorrow. Then them having that comfort when they're chilling in the evening and having that conversation, you can see the camaraderie, you can see that they're close, right? You see it, it's there. It's his consistency in fixing stuff. He's fi- we open with him fixing something, right? He's at home. He's fixing the gen. He bring, tells the boy to bring his uh, his broken pad over, let him fix it for him. Mm. And it carries on throughout. When she dies, we don't see him break down. We see. And my first time watching, I was a little. I was like, oh, no sound effects, nothing. It's a big moment. Mm. They're not giving me anything, right? It took a while for me to be like, okay, oh, that's the point, right? But then he just, we see him, he calls out to them. And then next thing we see him with people helping move them out. He's at the hospital. He's asking what next, right? We see his difficulty signing, right? What's the next step? Calls his father. Breaks down a little bit, but he's moving on. It's like he's a fixer, he's a doer. He's doing what's next, what's next, what's next, right? It's until that whole thing with the box again, where he loses his shit on that box, Mm. But like his characterization was clear. This was a person. And his character was different from the next character, the next character, next. I'm like, okay, all these are people. (laughs) It's not just anyone could do this. So I thought that was really great. I thought the locations were fantastic, right? Um, I think the last film I really praised for location was Casala. Because I remember we talked about Casala about the location being like a character on its own. And the location was absolutely fantastic. All the different locations were just great. Nothing felt out of place. It didn't feel like, you know, why are these people here? Right. Like the number of films I've seen going, how does this person afford this place? Right. But this just this just makes sense. The TV makes sense, right? The sister season film makes sense. It's just all of it make the neighbors make sense. His path home, the road being somehow wonky, crossing over a gutter, all of it made sense. All of it worked, right? The route through from the market, going past the keke, everything worked. Everything made sense. Um, Then I'm going to let Mr. C expand on this, but the sound design was beautiful. And I'm not the person who talks about the technical stuff, right? It's not me. That's (laughs) That's not what I'm fussed about. But, oh, my God, the sound design was absolutely beautiful. I felt every environment I was in. I was watching this for the third time today, and I showed Mr. C something because there was um, – I think it was the factory – um i was hearing just like the hum in the background of the machine right but it wasn't intruding it never intrudes it's just part of the setting it's not someone telling you look oh i'm doing sound design no. as i took me to the third one she'd be like oh my god shit!" right no one's giving me bah, 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 footsteps to show that i did sound design no it just exists right and i was trying to see something and um the scene passed right we go into a different scene where they didn't say anything but I knew we were somewhere else. I knew we weren't at the factory, right? I knew we weren't at the house. And it was at that little buka place, right? Where, you know, they were serving food you know, and nobody said anything. But it was, it just sets the scene. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. The family, it was so Nigerian. It felt so Nigerian. I felt like these people could be my neighbors, right? I felt like I've lived close to these people before. There's a particular street that I'm remembering right it feels like this was like this could have been two or three of my neighbors it was i thought that's absolutely great it just felt so authentic so real so nigerian the language the word choices everything it was that's it a really good feeling man <laughs> it was a really really good feeling watching this film if yeah oh yeah the word i was also thinking of is intentional there was so much here that felt intentional, and that was that was the best part of it. There was no then go taken like that, mm-hmm. right? There was no then taken like that. It was intentional. There was purpose. There was point. Someone thought about this thing and made it happen.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah,
4: I'm I'm really glad we
9: have this.
0: <laughs> all right, it sounds like Mrs C likes it. All right, um, a couple of other speakers have come on since then. All right. uh Bro to me, uh, uh, I think you were first. Uh, please tell us something you like about *Emm Affair*.
10: Yeah, hello. Hi. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Okay. Can you hear me?
0: Yes. Yes. Go ahead.
10: Okay. Uh, so the right, I missed *Emm Affair* when it came, um, came out in cinemas. Um, I think I, I don't know. I think like two years ago. Uh, I I don't I don't remember the exact time. So I caught it at um, the film festival. It was um, even the arts Film Festival. And it, immediately after I left after, because I went specifically to that festival to watch a fair, and immediately I left, I was like, this is the most cinematic movie in like when I say cinematic, like this is the most cinematic movie in current like Nollywood. What I mean cinematic is that there are a lot of things that are calling films. They are they are films, they are stories, but they don't look they don't look like films. At best, they look like um, TV dramas, but you have extended them to have the length of 60 minutes, 90 minutes, and you call them films. And I mean, even things that people are putting on streaming networks as originals, they don't look cinematic. And the very first things that, like, are so let me just make mention the one of the brothers is actually here, he's one of the people listening. So I don't know if you check him if you would like to like say something because he has been here listening to everybody, and I just like, wait, this is one of the, um, the brothers, I don't know if it's there, the, um it's one of them is here, one of the Asiri brothers is here listening listening to this uh, space. And I, I feel that, like I've stayed away from Film Club for a while because I'm like, I felt like, I, it was like a book record. I was always coming here to complain about films and I'm like, this is the first time in a long time, like everybody here can come and discuss about the film and talk about what they like about the film. Or what's, what makes a film like what makes a film like this? Why is this now the this is this is not the norm, this is the exception. This is one of the few exceptions that all of us can come here and talk about like what we well, this film has so many layers to it. We can speak this um, space can last more and we'll still find things we want to say about the film. So this is that another thing about like when I said about, like what makes a film cross to become international? Because I think that this is like when I look at this film, it's very Nigerian. It's the, like I think it was Cynthia that made mention that we do, it doesn't have Hollywood tropes. So the idea we're thinking that we want to make a film international is by having Hollywood tropes as opposed to applying the art of filmmaking. And that's one of the things that, like because who are the people driving the movie? These people are actually filmmakers. It's the brother, are, I'm assuming one of them is the director, one of them is the writer. But these are people that ha- have an understanding of the arts. Of filmmaking that's what we're talking about like we're talking about good camera work good casting good location good sound design good costuming everything because the people that care about filmmaking right now i can tell you that i can look at some things and i just see who is producing the film and i'm like let me not bother myself because i'll just find something that was going to offend me and i'm not in the mood I don't have time to be insulting people's films. I want to see good films. This is a good film. This is one of those things that you recommend to people to watch. And say you want to watch a film from Nigeria, you will recommend it to anybody, and you will not your hand will not shake because it's well done. But it's paying attention to the details that make films work. So I like so there are some other things that are like me that I took away from the story that are just kind of things that are like there are too many things, but I'm just going to say just a couple, a few. It's kind of ironic, and I think it's also one of the very first tragedies inside the film. Is that Mofair is the one that fixes the generator that eventually kills his sister and her children? Because if you remember, he was trying to fix the generator, had an issue, he was trying to fix it and everything. And that was the gener- generator they left overnight that the fumes went in and killed them in their sleep. And that's one of those things that that's a very, and ironically, again, that's a Nigerianism. I've, I've read that story happen to a couple of people. I've, 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 so it's very authentic. That's the Nigerianism to his core in his workplace. muffin his workplace with Lala, which is like Lala, both as casting, she did a great job, both as acting. And she was also a typical Nigerian boss in the sense of Mofa kept telling her, This piece of equipment has an issue, we should replace it. She said, hmm, We go, as you said, they go manage them, we'll manage them. and eh, no, it will work. And eh, they have not bought the supplies until now, Mofa, like. Like, until it causes a problem. And Mofet literally breaks it to pieces. And she's like, oh, engineer, you have messed up. We're going to get you. We're going to sack you. And I'm like, this is a typical Nigerian Nigerian situation. Because at that time, he was frustrated. But he had been trying to tell her this equipment is faulty. Change it. She refused. Typical Nigerian, no maintenance culture. Another thing that is very typical Nigerian, i am saying this because it's in our character to have some weird, weird, dumb things. The dad, the dad didn't have money. Did not want to put money... Down for the funeral to pay for the coffin. But yet he wants to claim his daughter's the last he wants to claim um her the last of her savings in the bank account. That's a rather classical Nigerian type word. It can be a general um, behavior among human people, but I'm like, I know this story. I've heard Nigerians that do these kind of things, these weird, messed up things. So I'm like, this story is very authentic. Even um the secondary car with the girl with her sister was even. I think there's another weird dynamic between her and her two, should I say her two sugar daddies, her Oibo sugar daddy and her landlord sugar daddy. Sorry if I'm using those terms, but it's the best description I can give. And it's almost like her Oibo sugar daddy was to level up. Let's step up from this, my landlord. This guy is not really educated. He's not really the guy From his He's not young. He's not her son. See Oibo. Oibo now eventually, now based on what his friends tells him, that rings true, he now abandons her. and she has to fall back to the landlord. I was like, is this kind of, it, it was, that was just, <laughs> I can't even say anymore about that. It was like that dynamic. It's having people that actually know about film, make films. And I'm saying this because I'm going to say that the industry, and I'm going to say this about Nollywood industry in general. I don't think the people driving, who driving the Nollywood films are actually... <laughs> the filmmaking aspect is not the first concern the commercial aspect is the first concern so it is filmmaking as commerce not filmmaking as arts the moment all of us see filmmaking as art all of us can appreciate it and like it the filmmaking that is commerce is more concerned about the numbers anyhow the numbers come in so the art can be taken as well see. As the manager and i've been in a whole, i just came from a film festival and people and I was in a hall and it was a film festival and people were laughing at something that was really, it was ridiculous. It was also insulting to a part of Nigerian traditions, a part of some people's religion. And people were laughing and it was a joke. And I'm like, I don't understand this. You don't understand? We are laughing at the dumbness of it. That's what's entertaining. So it's entertaining because it's so dumb. So somebody's like, oh, dumbness, dumb entertaining. Okay, I'm going to make more dumb things because now wait till they sell markets. Because they can't see the value in arts. And the association to Nollywood is about, is about being associate, being part of the film industry has a prestige. It comes with a prestige of being, whether a director or a producer or whatever, and I'm not mentioning names here, but I'm like, there's a lot of prestige attached to it. And a lot of people are fighting for that prestige. But very few people understand the art and craft of filmmaking. This is a human fair, The people that made a human affair understand the art and craft of filmmaking. Is it the most commercial viable product? In the market, no, not necessarily. I, I I feel like I can see why this cannot necessarily be the thing you want to do for office But that's what I am always making a distinction. Some things are made for the box office to entertain people and get numbers, and some things are made as arts. We don't make that distinction in Nigeria. We're just here concerned about ah this one will sell the red carpets. Oh, let's say, what we're going to steal on the red carpet for Bella Nigeria. And I'm like, look, none of these films are what somebody said uh, there was analyzing. One movie that came out, one of the big movies that came out. Like if you put this film under a microscope, it will not stand. And even if I can microscope tomorrow and it will stand. It's a great piece of art that represents Nigerian a Nigerian story. Because I'm like, even the there's almost like the lens, I'll look at it that the guys that made this thing, I I would I don't consider them it's a can I call this a Nollywood film? It was made by Nigerians, but will I say this is a Nollywood film? It was in it's a Nigerian story, but I say because these people, the way they made this film does not represent the acts and practices of Nollywood, And that's another thing that's... That's why it's kind of shifted to the side. The noise, all the noise we've been hearing online about different things, oh, this one came and everything, is that kind of noise around a Yemo film because they kind of find a way to shift these things to the side. There's no much focus on great films like this. They just move it away from the spotlight, which is like, if I wanted to spotlight anything about Nigeria, a Yemo film would be the first film I want to highlight that, okay, this is the kind of film we want to... So, Show the international community, but it's not. And, it, and this is that thing I'm like, at least now everybody is here now. I'm like, oh, you know, this is a good film. You can tell. It's very easy to tell because the things that make a good film, all of us are aware of it. It's ironic that the people that are making films can't seem to figure out that if you cast the right people, you use the weather. Yes, somebody mentioned that they shot this on film, but you see, there's another thing that like you can shoot on digital. But you can use cinematic compositions and camera movements and you will enhance it in post-production to give it a cinematic feel what i'm saying is that people that are even shooting don't have a sense of what is a cinematic tone don't have a sense of what tone is comedy what tone is action what tone is dramatic they just mismatch it all together and you can't see you take one look Oh, this is supposed to be an action scene but this doesn't look like action it's supposed to be comedic it doesn't look comedic it looks like we're just slapping on clean picture correct, Just press the digital camera, it will give me a digital feel, it's good enough. This is not that. Everything here was done intentionally, including the tone. There's something like um, the style, they call naturalistic naturalistic, this is a naturalistic, very almost. that's why somebody said that, almost like a documentary, that it looks very realistic. The style and approach, but that is intentional. You don't mistakenly choose the kind of camera that will give you that feel. You have to know what you're trying to achieve and how that works for your story. There are a lot of people that you are choosing, what camera you are choosing, what lens you are choosing, what kind of shots you are choosing, Choosing all of them affect how your story is being, going to turn out. But a lot of people don't pay attention to that. They don't care. A film is a film. They put it together. And even, I'm sorry, now I'm going to say this thing down to even the people that are streaming. The people that are streaming or the people picking things to go on streaming. They also don't care. They don't care what kind of things you people put together for them. It is content. All content is content. Very few people care about what type of films are really films. This Amophor is real, a real film, but it's just sorry that this is not. This is not the rule. This is truly the exception. I wish there would be more things like this. I hope there will be more things. I wish the S V Brothers do more films. It's actually ironic that what giving people that pick people do originals. How someone like somebody nobody has said that oh the S V um the guys that did the emo fair should oh they should handle one Netflix original, one or Amazon original. I'm not saying it's, it's a business that I can't speak to whatever is about. Like if somebody was going to pick people to shoot films for Nigeria, would they not be one of the first names are supposed to be on the list? That you say that, okay, let's these guys produce a film and let's see what they will do with Nigerian content. But it's weird because all these things are not really the concerns of film, but a Fair is a great film, I would recommend it to anybody it has been a long time. I've stayed away from film club because I'm tired of bashing people's films. I want to come and just how everybody's having a discussion and talking about different things is the best feeling because that's what we all just enjoy in Nigerian films. And that's all that needs to happen. I don't, this should, I I hope we get more films like Ayumo Faith. The brothers are interested in more films. Please, I'm willing to work for free. Even if I cannot produce, I don't have the big box to support you. But I'm willing to work and produce more films like this because we need this. This is, all of us can get behind it. Because somebody says something like, um, they respected the intelligence of the audience. The idea behind most of everybody else is that they are looking at it, the majority of people are laymen. So they are looking at these people are dumb. So they produce the content as dumb as they think as they see the audience. This is one of the few films that assumes that the audience is intelligent. Yet it's not trying to be bourgeois. It's not trying to show you lucky. It's not trying to show you the island. It's showing you the most... The poor people, but like you said, it's not poverty porn. They are people, they are characters. Natural human people. Just normal human people that are just telling their stories. So, yeah, it's been a long time. But thank you. Thank you for uh, for your time. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Thanks,
0: Ritimi. I have to say I've missed Ritimi's uh, uh, epic rant. Um, what a What a... Yeah, I missed all of that. So so many things uh, he said. um, All right, just letting people know if you do want to say, uh, make a comment, like contribute anything, um, uh, you can always like either comment underneath the space or use the hashtag Nollywood Film Club or request to speak. All right, before we go on to Mel, just a couple of things some people have said. Uh, All right, one man, Mopo said, uh, anyone else notice how the cutter cut um, wisdom in the exact same spot where M- Muffet had an altar. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was uh, like, one of the things that I think I was uh, um, looking at, uh, I was pointing out to Mrs. C when she was watching for her, her third time was, like, it's just like having that scar in that place, mm-hmm. like, is your rite of passage yeah. <laughs> you're going to do this job? And it was amazing seeing him get his own um, part yes, um, but thanks for that. Uh, one more poke uh, uh, a series says, uh, fun fact Jude came up with the land. No, I did dance during, during rehearsals. Uh, dope. Um, yeah, so I think Mel, Mel, you are, uh, you, you're on. Uh, anything, what were the things you liked about uh, you hi, hi, Mr. C, hi,
11: everyone. Hi, it's been a minute. Um, okay. So, um, a number of it has already been said So i would um i i definitely noted the the wound on the engineer's hand and um on mo- hand and um wisdom's hand as well I think the the thing that I took from that was when they shoot the shots of the side by side the bandage and then the scar. I was like, i guess Nigeria marks us in the same places um um but I think my agenda from that was just that there is no such thing as unskilled labor. Um, all labor is skilled, especially the least paying ones. Um, Elizabeth has already talked about the the scene at the was it a restaurant or a bar where Nepa takes light and, and the guy um, sort of hesitates in continuing his story. Um, I, I think we've all been there where there's like a distraction in the story that you've set up really nicely and you have to make that big second decision whether or not to to forge ahead or to just give up because you've lost the audience. I really liked that. I really, really, I just really, really liked that. Um, I also really liked the naturalistic colouring. Um, Elizabeth has already talked about this at length. Um, I think I especially noticed it because uh, I think that I have, I have been feeling overwhelmed by the shiny blues and the shiny reds that um, I feel like I've been subjected to in some of the most recent Hollywood films. Um, So it was a a change of pace. Um, I enjoyed it. I I also thought that it helped sell the locale nicely. Um, Anyway, um, I also thought that it was an interesting way of Um, when I think of aim of fair I think of just this idea of holding a mirror to society Um, and I thought that that just certainly for a more naturalistic colouring really sold that Um, I enjoyed the music, I enjoyed the contemplative silences, um, I enjoyed the choice of tracks when they did come on Um, I enjoyed all of that Um, I also enjoyed the use of, of representation I thought that there was um, there was an intentionality to it um for instance, I think about the hijabi girl who is Bruce's friend, and I think that in my experience, almost every time that um a hijabi girl has shown up on t v um this, someone somewhere is always trying to make a big point about her ethnicity or her religion or her piousness or her conservatism. Um, there's always a big point being made. It, it just it was just so refreshing to see this girl in a full-on hijab from uh, from a household where the women were full-on hijabs and she's just been a she's just been a child. She's just lived. She's just existing. It was very refreshing to see that. Just her having friends and just doing things, it was nice. Um, Something that I also liked, um, it's both in my likes and my dislikes, is just how community shows up. Um, It's in my likes because we see it with this um, friend, the hijabi girl and her mother. Um, We see it in how they take graves. And um, we all know just how very Nigerian we can be about things they can out of wedlock pregnancy. Um, but there's no judgment from them. The, the love is just continues on. Um, we see it in the way that um, the landlord shows support for Mofe um, when he has experienced his loss. Um, so I just really enjoy just the idea. Community is such a central part to, to the Nigerian experience. I like how it showed up. Um, I like that it showed up at all, honestly. Um, some of my bigger likes would be just the juxtaposition between Grace and Chi Girl's daughter. Um, because um we see that Grace is burdened with the with the with the nest. Every time we see Chi Girls character's daughter. She girls character's daughter. Every time we see Chi Girl's character's um daughter, we see that she's having just such a blast. She's um she's being the child that she is. Um, that Greece.
0: Uh is Mel breaking for anybody else?
4: Yeah,
2: you she's breaking for me. Okay, M-
0: Mel, we are losing or have lost you. Um, she goes character.
9: Hmm.
0: Hang on. All right, I'm just gonna. All right, Mel. Uh, you can you can try coming back on. Uh, meanwhile, uh, I will I will say some. You know, let, let me just see whether bringing you on a back on an not will help. Uh, meanwhile, um, <laughs> Chico is dropping some fun facts on the thing. Uh, I'm, I might not post all of them, but you uh, feel free to go read all of them. Uh, Mafia um, and he has one. Murphy and Rosas Apartments were entirely entirely production design. The arts team traded new items for old with some of the residents in the area. Um, nice. So there we go. I think that uh, addresses something that Cynthia said, which uh, raised an alarm, alarm for me. I was like, ah, maybe I should say something, but uh, no, it's not everything. Um, I, I thought it's possible. I think... Because, like, Cynthia, you might be right. Maybe it was, like, they found the perfect, but, like, uh, something tells me that was uh, a lot of um, um, production design. But, um, all right, let's see. Mel, let's try again. Let's see if if you're back and if we can hear you. Hello? Yes?
11: Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure where I left off, but I'll just continue. Um, I'm sorry. And I hope that it doesn't turn off again. Can you hear me? The
2: difference between two girl and um Rosa's sister. That's where you left off.
11: Thank you. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I think my overarching point was that um just childlikeness was not a thing that um Grace's character Grace was um Grace's class afforded her. Um, and I thought that the turning, I guess, the drive, the 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 thing that drove home that point is when she sells her phone. For money, that's not a thing that um, G Girls' character's daughter is ever going to have to think about. Um, anyway, my final point would be that Vida um, said that there was a sense of grief in the film. Um, I'm not disputing that. Um, I'm just saying that I just think that it was a little more than just grief. Um, I, I think that the word that I have for it is that it was. It felt like there was a sense of hope. Um, just of. This idea of resilience, of, of the sense that if if I falter, I will fall, um, it's why it's why he, and and I think that Elizabeth drove home this point. It's it's why we see Mofear just just picking up and continuing. Something bad happens. We've lost that's such a heavy loss, isn't it? Um, but he doesn't have the time to to dwell in it for too long. He has to if he falters, he will fall. He has to just keep going. Um, just that taking air one day at a time, such a Nigerian thing. Um, we are all just navigating this one day at a time. Um, Elizabeth said he, he felt like he was desensitized to death. Um, I think desensitized just in general is a good word to use um, in connection with um, Ayimofé because I think that God. I felt so overwhelmed, so burnt out, so desensitized to just whatever the situation in the country is, um, and just hoping that, that I can wade through the next day and then the day after and then the day after. Um, so I just really like how that was felt pretty reflective, just that sense of, um, for instance, it's it, it, this can be viewed as a story of migration, right? Um, but it's not just migration that happens. It's, it's, it's the lesser told story. It's the story of, of people who never make it out. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter how much they might want to um I have another agenda with this, where it's, I think, in this sense, I don't think that the movie by itself is neutral, as neutral as we've allowed it to be. Um, I think, for instance, that it takes a stance on moving. I think that by acknowledging the problem um, and by showing us resilience, it's also like trying to remind us of who we are as Nigerians. We're resilient people. um, And maybe that would be our salvation, just this resilience, this Forging ahead, even when things are difficult, even when um, escape is is is, is difficult. Um, anyway, um, so I, th- I thought that just that it's it's what it embodied really well was just the sense of hope that we're going to we're going to survive. It's it's such a it's, we're settling um, um, mercy. I think Reese's sister. She's settling for Mr. Vincent. Um, Mof- Mofa is settling for a little shed where he can do his electronic repairs rather than a life abroad. Um, we're settling, um, which is why I think that the way that he ends, the way that the movie ends, the way that we say goodbye to Mofe and to the, that world, um, before Mofa steps out of the of his shed, he's like, "Oh, we thank God." That's such a Nigerian thing. We're all we're we're, we're settling, and what's the most that we can say? <sighs> at least it's not worse maybe we thank god um so anyway so I, I i thought that the just the overarching sense in it was just a sense of hope just a sense of resilience and uh, we're just going to keep pushing in the hopes that things are going to feel better look better be better maybe um and even if they are not we thank god um so those were my lives
0: wow uh yeah um Thanks Mel. You, you, I mean, you've touched on one of the key things I was going to say, but um, I'll just quickly do mine. I think it's quick. I think it's going to be quick. All right. So I think anybody has been following, following me for, following us for like the last year and a bit know that this is what I think is by far the greatest movie that has come out of Nigeria. Not even close. Um, And, and I love people, I guess. Mr. Sinclair, expecting me to talk about the technical stuff, and let me just tell you, obviously, what you want to hear. Yeah, the technical stuff is great. Um, yes, it is, but that's not. I don't. That's not why this movie is is what I film at this point for me is a ten out of ten um, for me, right? And and I and I know what I'm saying for me, be, not just because obviously film is subjective to people and blah, 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 and all of that. So the reason why um, this whole, whatever whole, this whole adventure Roku Critic is on, um, why we started reviewing movies, um, why we started um, talking, we started doing this film club thing. The reason, the whole part of this was like the search for like good or the search for talking about Nigerian from a certain perspective, like, there were people who were doing reviews, but like I felt like there was a voice missing. It's like when we were praising some of the things that, admittedly, were doing well. And I have actually no shade to our commercial stuff. Do you get your bag and all of that? But I just wanted something also for me too. That's all it all is. It's like you know, I'm happy all of the commercial stuff are getting all the love, and I expected it to. It's like that everywhere, right? But. There was nothing for it, it. Felt like there was nothing for me, and it and it felt like there was nothing coming from a certain voice, and that's why, you know, this whole thing started. So, one of the things I can tell you about this that this film certainly has uh, received a bunch of accolades from, like globally. Like, if you're not paying attention to some of the way it's received, like uh, there are loads of accolades this film has gotten from people that. I wouldn't have dreamt uh, a film uh, made, produced, funded by Nigerians, um, acted, all of that by Nigerians would, would get to Criterion, um, uh, you know, HBO, um, um, uh, you know, BAFTA, I think BAFTA, the, uh, I think uh, the producer got a BAFTA uh, recognition. I can't remember what it was, but like, it's getting, it's certainly getting it. Uh, I, I, was, I, was, I was, my mind was blown when I looked at uh, uh, Roger Ebert's um, the, the, uh, criticism thing, 3.5 out of 4. So like when I tell you like a 10 out of 10, like you don't have to take even my word for it in terms of how special this movie is. Um, I think it's nice to see globally it being recognized and like praised to such a high degree, but from my perspective, like they can't, those guys can't even have, like the experience. Those people who are uh, in the West and all of this reviewing, you know, because like I said, technically this film is great. Uh, um, they don't have though our perspective as Nigerians, and I can't believe that. I think this was twenty twenty one when we saw it, so I was going to say in the year twenty twenty two, but I couldn't believe that I was seeing a movie of this quality made for nine made for somebody with Nigerians. Like it almost, it's such an emotion, (laughs) such an emotional, um, uh, it was such an emotional feeling for me. It was like, it was almost like, you know, like a great one of, in set one, whoever you think is a great director came to Nigeria and was like, all right, I'm going to make one of, I'm going to make a film for you guys. Like, and, it was nice to see that. Now, all right. So for me, what is this... What's the greatest thing about this movie? Again, it's not the technical stuff. It's great. Um, one of this... The, the thing for me is like this movie and as much as I want to do what wrote to me kind of once in a while, like, it's even really Nollywood. Because it's not so good. It's like we don't... We don't it's because our standards are usually of a setting level. Um, so it doesn't feel Nollywood because it feels too good but does how nigerian this movie is i i don't know how i can't i i can't do that um i feel like this movie more than anything i've ever seen captured the spirit of what it's the spirit of nigeria and this is almost what country hard tried to do where the villain of this movie if it has a villain is nigeria <laughs> Right, like in lit- all those little things, the anyhowness is is the- our lack of systems, right? um, Morphe, um, um Morphe gets like he's working in really shitty conditions. Um, you know, even like him getting fired, it's not even his fault. Like he, it's not entirely his fault. Certainly, like he's been, he was warning his madame about all the all the shortcuts they are doing and all the things that was going to happen to them and then you have um, you have uh, the um, uh, um, Rosa as well. Like, these two people, right, uh, and one is a guy, one is a girl, and, and these are very masculine, Nigerian story. One is a masculine, Nigerian story, and one is um, sort of like more closer to the feminine-type story. But, like, you follow these people – on what's like, let me put a good person, right? Because I believe these two people, like, are like kind of good at heart. They're, you know, Mufee um, uh, is is a dude who has a good heart. You know, is 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 hardworking, and Nigeria. He's planning a way to escape Nigeria, the villain of this movie, and Nigeria goes. Uh-uh-uh. No, not so fast. Um, I still have plenty of plenty of uh, obstacles for you uh, to go through, right? Like, um, uh, Morpheus generator spoils, and the problem, as we later find, by the way, um, is is bad fuel. There's nobody to sue for that. Right, yeah. you can't do any, it, it's happened like Mofa fixed a generator, I think he was doing something good, of course, because that's what he does, he fixes stuff. And I don't know whether he would have been blaming himself through all of that, but like later we find out, like, oh, it's it's bad for now, like, and what can you do about that? And, um, one of the things why this movie gets to me more than almost anything else, and this is why this movie is a 10 for me, aside that, technically, again. It's very good. Is that there's a way I relate to Moffat that I don't number one imagine or expect anybody else to. He's this guy who just wants to. All right, so this bad thing has happened. All right, so how do you fix it? Like the first time they tell him um, about uh, his 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 sisters and children's bodies about like um, picking up mm. t- picking it up. It's like it's he- discharge. discharge fee. Cause a crazy amount for discharge fee like for these guys. Like and if you don't pick it up today every day you you keep it increased. Like that's again, that's the system of Nigeria, right? Like that's the bad guy, that's a bad guy of of the of the film. And and he but like Muffet has this thing of, oh bad thing happens. I just need to I just need to get past that. And that's something that sometimes I feel like that is a very me thing to do. All right, okay let's be cold and analyze all of these things and, you know, oh, this bad thing happened. All right, so what's the what's the next logical step to do? Like, this, the guy he was with is, like, complaining on his behalf. And he's like, no, 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 okay, yeah, no, okay, I, I hear you, okay, what do I need to do f- to fix it? It's like the bad thing has happened. There's one moment where Moffet allows himself almost a second to, like, even break down about, like, cry, uh, cry-wise, um, to, like, shed tears over all of this and is when he speaks calls his father that clearly they're estranged they haven't mm-hmm. spoken in a while they like they haven't um he hasn't seen his kids in a, in 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 a long time um after that call mother has this moment where he he starts sobbing and then he almost like reprimands himself for having that moment like <laughs> Come on, like that's not that's not what we do over here. We we just fix things and we move on. And that to me, not the crying, not that he broke down at that moment. It's that he wouldn't allow himself the moment to to like literally break down like oh, over something so severe. Nothing as, as severe as that has happened to me, but like I, I felt that somewhere so deep inside of me that um yeah, it's it's difficult to explain that to someone and, and that's something you don't, that's, that's something that's just very difficult to sometimes put, um, translate sometimes from a page to, to, to screen and make all of that work. So I can, honestly, I can speak about this movie for ages. It has so many moments like this. Um, uh, but like, I don't want to keep you guys here for a thousand years. I can do it. Believe me. I can't do it. Everybody knows how much I love this one. But that's why this film for me, like, is my ten out of ten. And I don't I don't see this as a this is not a for a Nollywood movie. No. I'm putting it up there with the rest of the other movies that I like. It is a movie like for me, like, you know, the way I rate movies in my head is that, um, it has to be ex- uh, uh, exceptional technically All this, everything like technically the story has to be exceptional the story has to be also exceptional but the thing that gets it from a 9 to a 10 is that it has to go deep inside of me and pull something out that is usually very difficult to do and that's essentially why uh, yeah this movie it, 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 by the way it doesn't have to be a movie that has it doesn't have to have uh, it doesn't need to be completely faultless technically, as you'll probably find in a bit. Um, but like that's what it has to do for the most part. Exceptional story, exceptionally technically in terms of the way it's being told. Um and yes, it has to have some sort of deep emotional resonance with me. And that's why this movie is my ten out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um um we'll go to the bad now, if you can believe it, there is a we did do this for every section. There's a, there's a parts that we didn't like. Um, so uh, Otas, if you want to, Kick us
1: off. Christ Christ can you just try. Can y'all talk? Um, Hi. So I'll keep this short and sweet as always. Um, I liked. So if you divide this movie into sections, I like each of it individually. However, there is a way that it's put together that feels very disjointed for me. I found that... um, The second lead, I don't remember her name. I found that her story took me out of Mofa's story in a way that I didn't like or enjoy. Okay. Um, And so... That's really my major bad. And now also, Mufay is such a, not Mufay, but like Mufay's story and the actors involved in the story are just significantly better, I think. Their story is stronger. Their acting, I found, was a lot more cohesive and better that when the second act comes on, it's underwhelming. But yeah. All
0: right, okay, thanks for Tess. she finds the second part of the story, not as not as strong mm-hmm. as the first. Uh, that in, interesting. Yeah, yeah like, Otas is always short and sweet. Uh, interesting. I think like generally some people have heard the reverse from others, um, but uh, let's get to others. Thanks Otas. Uh, Elizabeth.
6: Sorry guys, Um trying to figure out my Okay, so first I want to say that I finally finished watching it. <laughs> guys. <laughs> now, before I even go into my bad, which I don't even know if I have a lot of bad thoughts. Um, I want to say that everybody has said what I would have said now that I have completed the story. Understanding the central theme. I just want to say that what this movie left me with was... Um, the feeling I felt watching the ending was really—I was relieved for for uh, for our two protagonists. But anyways, this is the best session. So, what did I not like here? Okay, not to even sound pedantic, this is also because I just finished watching this movie and like it's, I've not really like let it sit in. I've not been able to like like mull it over. So and also not <laughs> Um, you know how I was going about like I couldn't figure out the time period. Nah, I figured it out because they were dancing that that thing, that dance that Nairamali was doing like some four years ago, 2019. Now this that I didn't like because you know what that scene did to me is that that scene now started that now that scene made me start picking apart the set design, the choice of costume because i like the vagueness of the time period really i did i like that i couldn't piece together exactly when this happened and also because it was shot on film it also gives it this this um this feel i mean i know it's not old either but i was thinking you know last decade within the last decade not not four years ago five years years ago and you know why that, that stood out to me is because five years ago you you have to actually go in person to go do your passports unless you are doing fake passports from Uluwadi which they were not doing so yeah people were going in person at least five years ago um so,
12: <laughs> like fantastic, right?
6: but really but really this is the only thing that I really did not like so anyway so that's by the way um so, um, I'll sort of like agree with the last speaker about the, um, the second half, I think the other story. One well, actually like her own story too. Um, now, the, the way Mofet's character was very, um, where his characterization was very pronounced, were more obvious. I was really trying to figure out the kind of person that was she, that she was, which is not exactly a bad thing, but at the same time, I, I, I couldn't place her. I couldn't place her. I, do, I don't know the word <laughs> to use for this now. I couldn't place her. I mean, I see, she, you know, she's trying, she's doing everything. She's picking things up. She's trying to do everything right by grace. You can't say she's living for grace, right? Basically, I I figure like if she was by herself, she probably would be able to handle herself, and she's resilient, and we see it. We see how she's jogging, like she's doing the next thing. She needs money, she's selling her things. You know she she doesn't she doesn't have that time to allow to feel sad for herself. But at the same time, she's also this person that I don't know her. I don't know if that makes sense. Because one thing about one thing about characterization for me, I I like to know the character in demanding things, even if slightly. Like I said again, how Mofair encapsulates, how Mufar's person, how Mofair's person, how evolved from that as. Not, it didn't evolve from the person but you see how he evolved how him taking how is this person was just so obscure and people just talk over his head and give him instruction tell him what to do and you see how how he has delayed reaction in things about grief about things things that was struggling with about his dad trying to Steal from his daughter he has not seen, hasn't seen his grandchildren ever. And you can see how you know when he broke down, sort of like the couple of times that he shows that Mufe is cracking beneath the surface. So here is here is um hey god, oh my brain, area. her name is just running off my head. Now let me just say Gracie's <laughs> sister because I keep remembering. Rosa. <laughs> What? Rosa. ha oh, thank you. Rosa. So here is Rosa. I can't even remember her name. That's the thing that character did to me. <laughs> as much as I really like her story and everything about her uh, depiction, I just don't know her. I don't know if that works as a as as a bad, but it does for me. So the story just as much as I felt relieved for her. She settled, please, people settled, we settled, everybody settled, this country makes you settle. But in a case where her greener pasture was going to eat with her sister, when it, it didn't happen because they didn't have that baby to exchange, it really didn't matter. Because she settled, she she was like, you know what, I have another option. And that, Thing I like about her, like she does, doesn't does sit, she doesn't have enough time to just feel sorry for herself. She's but again, I just feel like I don't know her if that works. And, and again, I'm going back to that set design thing. Oh, how is um, she girl's character a house look? That house looked like the houses you say in '96 up on to like early 2000s, like but like rich people ish house, whatever. Oh, all has been rich right but then you see her, that pool that pool beside that house that we all used to see when we were driving in so i'm not going to let that go thank you bye-bye
0: all right thank you Sorry.
1: We'll quick yeah
0: all right okay go on um, all right
1: and you guys can hear me clearly um so there were a couple of things i forgot to mention earlier because i was in a rush to pay my uber um, but so there have been some conversations about how the movie doesn't cast judgment um and i found the opposite to be true i found that it did cast a lot of judgment like It did, I guess, something different than most Nigerian movies do, which is cast judgment on the most obvious choices, which is the pregnant teen girl and the, you know, prostitute. Or, well, not a prostitute. um, Sugar baby, I guess. Um, Well, so her friend, I think, was the hooker. But it doesn't cast judgment on her either. However, it does cast judgment on, you know, his father. It casts judgment on his boss. It casts judgment on... You know the white guy's friends it spends a lot of doing that casting judgment, expect, and I did not really find that. It seemed like they were trying to go for a neutral tone, but I do think that those undercurrents of judgment does um, lend you away from that. Um, I also didn't really so i already said i didn't enjoy the second story um but it was more so because it feels like the second story starts in the middle and just sort of ends i guess um while his story i guess and then the way it's put together it feels like you get a beginning and an end and no no middle, and just leaves you missing what is really the strongest story um
0: but yeah, that's it. All right, thanks. Uh I- I'm just gonna point out because like, I think a couple of people have mentioned this. Uh, it-, it seemed to me that Rosa's just a baby. Like I mean, like she's uh she's doesn't seem like a I guess yeah, one can like, say she's I a, don't think she's a... I thought she
4: was just a baby. She's just a
0: baby
4: because yeah, people date for people. yeah, people mm-hmm. date people like I don't yeah. I know everyone's decided all relationships have to be just because of sunshine, rainbows, yeah. butterflies.
0: But actually- well, those are the only kind of relationships she has. Huh? No, no, no. hang on. Yeah. There's actually a line in the film where um one of her friends behind is showing her a picture of uh this thing like, and they're saying, "Oh, is it because he's not rich?" Um, or I can't remember whether whether they're showing a picture or. Or whether they're talking about him, but they they bring up one of the guys, yeah, And is it like there's this thing about whether he's nice, but he's not rich? And she goes, "Yeah, but he's nice now." And and that's her contribution to that's her contribution comp- contribution to her friend. So that was my version. And also, like we've obviously seen clearly, like she, for whatever reason, before she met somebody else new, we didn't see anybody in her life. She pulled away from uncle, uncle. Uh, Convincing, right mm. uh, right like so I- I'm not saying like she it seems like it's obvious like you know sometimes you do things for financial benefit but like nothing gives me this be- 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 thing like if anything like I- again there's the last part as well that where she has this option to go to Italy um, and actually do work right Mm-hmm. Work, well, yeah. yeah, in quotes, uh, and uh, and she chooses again not to do that. I don't know whether that's also because she would have to work for her work for her sister or, or any of that. But yeah, nothing gave me an impression she. I'm just saying that that doesn't you know that doesn't validate any other issues you have. I, I don't think, but just a couple of people mentioned mm-hmm. it. Um, I do want to give uh, Chico and uh, uh, Eddie uh, a chance to say some things, just in case. I, I don't know whether they knew we we're going to be doing a bad section and stuff or whether <laughs> they want to be. So, like, uh, Chico, please, uh, if you wanted to say something about either what you've heard so far, please go ahead. If not, we are. Uh, um, the idea is we'll do a bad section and then we'll do a, like, summary of, like, our overall thoughts. But that's the way this generally goes. But if not, uh, whatever is on your mind, please go ahead.
13: No, I'll speak after I'll speak after um a summary. Right. All right, cool. All right, thanks.
0: Uh, Eddie, do you, do you, is that something you wanted to
14: say? Uh yes. I do in fact have a lot of things to say. <laughs> uh especially about what um where's the other speaker? I think she's gone. Uh, the point you raised about, you know, Rosa. and but I just want to say a couple of things to uh, about the film and honestly it's one of the best if not the best nigerian film that i have ever seen and i wouldn't even lie i'm not about to have a fanboy moment right now but i'll tell you i'll give you my short reasons why and um, what a lot of people don't understand about the film is it's in as much as it's, it's trying to tell a very important story it is giving a snapshot of basically what the average um Nigerian uh, what the average Nigerian life is basically um, you know with the with the many stints of everyone trying to leave the country trying to look for a better life or whatever you know whatever means possible trust me I have had the opportunity to travel all around and it's sad when you see your people trying to struggle once they've left the shores of the country and, you know, uh, that's, that's how I interpret the film um, in as much as it's trying to tell the story of just Rosa and, um, and um, Jude and Muffer, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Rosa and Mofa. It's, it's really an important story. And it, and I, and I feel the need for Nigerian films to tell much more important stories. We're tired of the whole trivial telling stories about, you know, trivial things, um, trying to paint, you know, tell stories. Stories about bourgeois bourgeoisie families and from Lagos, we need real stories on screen and and, and you fair really is is should be a national treasure. It is. I remember seeing um, Besida, I think years ago, um, it's a short film that they did um, um, Ari and Chukwu there a long time ago, and it premiered at Berlin. And you don't get to see a lot of Nigerian films, especially films made in our part of Africa, except maybe the Senegalese, but I'm not sure. But yeah, from our part of the world, being made on film. And it's like, when you look back, it, it's like the a, a whole section of our history uh, is missing because we don't have, we literally don't have like a, a rich, you know, film history. We can't like, you know, boast of having a robust film history like, uh, you know, folks in, in Senegal who those ones they have a really reputable film history. But I digress, I digress. I you know, I just want to talk more about the film. It's very beautiful. Every single shot of the film and it, it encompasses the energy that Lagos has to offer in its own way, in its own special, very nuanced and poignant manner. And I do in fact wanna, you know, tell Chuko that what he did, what he and Ari did in the film is, is really special. And uh, I also wanted to point out um one of my you know important um observations, especially from the ending, is uh, I think Chuko and Ari wanted to in fact they did um want to you know they, they ended the story in such a way that most Nigerians would agree would agree on it's 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 regardless of, of you know whether or not you try to leave the shores of the country no matter how much you try. Just, you know, you, you make sure that what you have here is going to be better than what you eventually are going to go through when you leave the shores of the country. It's better to establish yourself here and, you know, just try and, you know, don't just leave from hand to, from hand to mouth. Just try and get something going for yourself rather than going to another man's country without any connections or any help, just trying to make ends meet. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does work. So that's why you find a lot of people, a lot of our people stranded abroad. Yeah, but I have a lot of things to say about the film, But those are just like my little pointers. Uh, by praise to Chukwu and Ari for the film as well, and also for Iroko critics. You guys have been doing, doing amazing work hosting these these spaces for um for you, know, you guys actually really shining a light on a lot of you know indie films being made in Nigeria. Not a lot really. Um. Uh, uh, you know not a lot of nigerian indie films are being praised or even being talked about really uh so yeah that's all i have to say
0: thanks eddie i appreciate uh the shout out all right um so just in case you join us now we have done the good we are talking about the bad section or things we didn't like uh all right so vanessa
5: sorry hi um Sorry, I just got distracted. I'm trying to decide if I want to cook rice or if I want to order in. Um, okay, things I didn't like. Smaller. Um, I just want to go hard small Um, I won't even, this is not even me being facetious. I didn't think of it. I I genuinely didn't think of anything that I didn't like. Maybe Jude slipping in and out of his accent, on and off, threw me off a bit. But well, it was honestly inconsequential. It didn't really.
14: To be, be fair, this is someone who hasn't been in Nigeria for. That's decades. why I'm saying it was <laughs> inconsequential. It didn't
5: really do too much. I, I'm just, I'm just pulling stuff out of my butt at this point. Um, what else didn't I like? I didn't there wasn't anything that really stuck out to me. Like, I think on the rare occasions where we do these spaces, where we talk about films that we actually like, a main running thread for me is when I actually really like a film, I just watch it because I'm enjoying it. I'm not, nothing, if I really enjoy a film, nothing is so bad that will pull me out of it that I have to take notice of. So I guess in all my ramblings and mainly maybe motivated by hunger, is there wasn't anything that I didn't. All right, no, like that... that was particularly offensive to me. All
0: right, Well no, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Um, it's it's okay not to have a thing. Um, yeah. All right, uh, Cynthia, do you want to say things that I think for you?
8: Oh yeah. so. Um... So, one, yeah, so the first thing is just a question. So, it's not like it's a dislike. It was just something that confused me. And forgive me, I am a biology student. So, um, during the power outage, um, after the electric shock, there was this speed wisdom used to on the lights that felt like it was because of the electric um, spark that the light's on for in one view. And at another view, I felt like um, it's just an electrician doing his thing where um, you off everything to fix the light. Then um, you switch the lights on when you're done fixing it. Okay, so maybe because wisdom was too fast in the way it switched on the lights, I was like, "What are they showing? Are they showing that after the spark, the light came on? okay, so they're not sure we' done switching on the light, but I mean, I had um a light was switch on, so I was like, Are they showing that um the lights came on after the spark, or is just an electrician thing of um you have to like off everything because you have to fix something, and when you are done the light, you go and switch on the light, but it was just too fast and felt like. Um yeah, it just kept me in what what are they trying to show me? Okay. Then um secondly, um oh no, firstly. So now this might like. Um so um while I was watching this movie, um I kind of noticed a blob picture at the beginning. I kind of noticed a blob picture of a girl taking a passport um photograph with the white clothes when um Mofa went to Take his international passport. So when they introduce um, Rosa's character, of which I will agree with everybody, um, I had to go back to find out what her name was um, because I had to talk about her. So there was just something about her story that um, we didn't know. Okay, so somebody was even saying her name is Messi. <laughs> Sorry, but for Film Club, I wouldn't have known her name. So um, yeah. So what was I saying? When Mofer was taking his international passport, there was this flaw image of um, a girl standing and and they had um, these white clothes. For some reason, I noticed that image. So when they introduced um, Reza's character and I saw this white clothes, white clothes flipped. I was like, oh my God, it's the same. So these people life are going to converge. They're going to be connected. It's the same scene I've seen at the beginning of the movie. But then again when I like had to rewind because I have to like write things. I was angry that um it wasn't the same scene. <laughs> I was angry that it wasn't the same scene. I wonder the girl in the plot picture looks like Rosa because they were both on shorts week. Um she the person from Morfair um was wearing um a yellow and white trouser and she was wearing a gown at the market. I don't see what was significant at the market. I just wished um it was something that we had seen a character in Moffet's story at that beginning. Then now seeing it when they started that story and we had and we saw them in the hospital that oh both of them were in the hospital when it was asking for um the uh, amount of motor it would have yeah, it would have done better for me, but it's not really a big deal. It's because I kind of noticed that blow image. If I did not notice that blow image um, of a girl taking a picture with a white coat, um this would have not been here. Then, um, also, for some, though, I agree that everyone's tattooed. I felt Mofer's tattooed better, okay? So I felt it took time to do my first ending. He did he had his loss and everything. And even at the epilogue, it was only his um story we saw. It's only its ending, his ending we saw where he now have um this shop with um precious, his sister's name, and um he now repaired things. And yeah, so I don't know how I felt about the landlord and was that dynamic. Yes, I know it uh, a common thing but I also just felt it was um, predatory and um, I just wish she also had her own kind of settling <laughs> like the way Mo first settled. I don't know if I'm making sense but <laughs> I don't know how I feel about her own settling. Then um, another thing was um, I don't know why I thought they were going to mate in this movie. I don't know why I thought the two characters were going to meet, but um, the movie gave hints, okay? So the passport autograph, even though when I rewind, and it's probably not um, what I thought it was, um, they meet at the hospital, um, the fridge is bad, so they took it to... Um, they took it to um, more fair to face. I just felt like these people were going to somehow meet, but... Um, Studying meet, and yeah, it's fine. It's um what they choose to um make, and um another thing is you see these are not major issues compared to other movies. I'm not be doing um um um, um. <laughs> Another thing is um I don't know, but my friends did lead. I I kind of felt it was so less, so I know. That that was what they wanted him to be. I know that was what they wanted him to be, but what you say, soulless? Yes, soulless. Like, um, it is someone that lacks emotion.
14: Wow, I'm coming.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> righty. Wow. After she finishes, we can you can address problem. Right. Right. Okay,
8: yeah. So I kind of felt Mufre was so less. I know some people said it's his accent. I don't know if it's accent, but like um when he um lost his sister and his kid, I'm someone that is very emotional. I'm someone that cried for little things. Yeah, I just I felt nothing. I felt nothing. So I don't know what I was expecting. If I was expecting to feel his emotion, or if that was the how they choose to do the thing, but for some reason I felt nothing. And I'm not a coded person though, but I felt nothing. And when in you know, a um I know they had a scene where he was talking slowly to his father and he was trying to bring emotion, but because I felt nothing when his sister died. Um, I don't know. I just. I also did not feel anything. And so we had this beautiful scene where he remembered, um, not like he remembered, when he went to sit down to watch um, the TV show his sister usually used to watch. I just felt it was cute. Okay, so for some reason, I was unable to connect to any emotion, especially the emotion of death. Okay, so it's not like it's a big deal in the movie, but for me, I just could not connect. I just could not connect to him, okay? And a little bit, it also happened with Rosa when she was asking um, about uh, why her sister was receiving blood. At least that was better. I could feel pain a little bit, but at the same time, I could not, like, fee a pain. So yeah, so it's just it and yeah, I mean they saw that they were going to meet. I wish they had met or something. And maybe if they had a short talk, maybe I would have connected to Moffair emotionally. But I was just lost in that part. And yeah, that's all for me.
0: All right.
14: <laughs> okay. Um sorry host. Sorry before <laughs> before you before you um call any other person. I just wanted to say something about what Cynthia said. Uh, just my two cents um, basically uh, I'm going to address two things the, the part where she said Mufair was soulless and the other part where she said the characters didn't meet before um, uh, I, I before I uh, before I, I, if I could it,
0: still man the, the characterization I would probably say maybe cold is probably better than, than no, that, but, but exactly. that's my, mean, point. Yeah. my point my yeah.
14: point is that statement should not even be made because I, I don't think I think there's a problem with um, uh, maybe people from our parts of the world watching films. Uh, we don't really understand um, when it comes to performing, especially when it comes to acting. And I I'll explain why she observes uh, Mofa, You know why she believes that Mofa, you know was cold or soulless in the whole film. Mofa is a man first and foremost. And this is someone who has been working all his life, he has been doing so many jobs. If you've noticed that the the, the, perform- the the performances by the actors or the actresses, nuance plays a very, very important role. And most people don't know. the Once a filmmaker said, we think is the biggest things in our lives that actually causes, that makes a difference, or the biggest things in our life that actually you know, that has so much impact in our life, but it's actually not. It's the littlest things, the littlest of of, of the mundane things that we are not, or we don't even pay attention to that actually impacts our daily life. And we don't know. We have no idea. But I digress. I, I was saying that, one, a man, two, this is someone, a Blagos working class, someone that is barely even able to, to you know, afford so much for himself, for his his sister, for for his his nephew and nieces, you don't expect that kind of person to be to be willed or to be dismayed by little things. He he's this is someone that has to be very hard if he's to survive the the hardship of of Lagos. Not to even talk of the the hardship of so many things he faces in life, and and three there was a scene where um the uh, the the. I think the, the early morning where there was a, the, the bunch of women were singing praises, and you could just—how would you say that that performance was soulless, man? This is someone who even acts in theaters, and you could see. This is so. Have you? I don't. I have to ask. Have you ever known anyone who's lost everything? Like anyone who's really lost someone really close to them? If you really, really had someone, or you—you have lost someone really close to me. I have lost someone really close to me. The fact that I didn't cry doesn't mean I'm soulless. You need to understand that the performance is in the nuance itself. And there was a part in the film where he broke the news to his, I think his dad in the village and you could just see him fall apart in real time. He, He could barely even... Like when, after breaking the news to him, he, someone of, like, that's how I interpret Buffett's character. Someone who's strong, okay? When a strong person finally, finally crumbles under the pressure of, of, of realization, of, of reality check, it's, it is, it is really, you, you really need to, if you really know anyone who you think is cold in real life and you finally see them break down, honestly, Honestly, the, you can't tell me Mofair was cold in that film. Nah, nah, nah. That performance was, to me, it was brilliant. I mean, that's the that's the beauty about art. I mean, we're left to interpret any any way we can. We're left to you know observe it any way we can. And yeah, that's what I've say about Mufar. Then the second part of uh, the characters never meeting. Um, to be fair, Grace did meet um uh, um when she was taking a walk at nine. Uh, so I think what I believe, to the best of my knowledge, Mofair probably has seen them before or he knows probably knows about them but yeah maybe the two of the the characters they literally they had their lives intertwined one way or the other because they all lived in the same place they all had the same um plan that is to you know leave the country for greener pastures so yeah there's no but and host, oh, sorry i'm taking so much time but on the on the um uh, notion of you know the bad section of the film i was going to ask, uh rather have meaning to, you know, know more about, you know, um Tomiwa Edun's role in the film. And also there's the particular scene where they were by the beach. Was it by the beach or something where they were um all having a conversation? Um yeah, I just I don't know. I just felt that maybe that part was like a filler or something. Didn't really have any significance to the story though. But I just believed that, you know, just it's just you know when you tell uh, when you make films like this when you tell stories like this you, you you don't really have to pay so close attention to the plots it's really just telling uh you know the experience of, of of you know the experiences of each character so yeah that's all i have to say
8: okay fair enough um sorry if my opinion hurts you but Hurt um... no, no
14: no no sorry no no, no yeah no, yeah. No. Just... yeah but
8: what if but even if I feel Moffat had the better story, for some reason, I also feel he was the weakest in this movie. Okay? And, yeah, that's my opinion. And- yeah,
0: yeah uh, no, I think, you know, I, I can understand that it may... Uh, I get it. I, I think I, I did the whole spiel about how Moffat feels very much like me. Like, So I felt... I obviously connected with Moffat on a very deep uh, very deep level, right? So, and I, I do think there's something to it being a man, but, you know, like, this is why we're different. Like, uh, you can see that, and that could also, um, you know, that could also, like, put you off. Like, you may not understand why anyone would behave like that, and that's fine. We're all different, and we'll perceive things differently. But, like, yeah, uh, did, well, happy for all opinions to be expressed. But, yeah, so, yeah. um. Uh, Fact fact checks is, is is what I'm I'm more or less, or maybe I guess like if you if you if you want to address somebody's um, version of their bad, like maybe as maybe look at it from this other perspective as opposed to them being wrong because like they, you know whatever they saw is however they felt at the time and it is what it is Ex- except obviously if they got something wrong fact checks is fact check, um like I would say um um when. Even when Rosa like goes to the hospital and and you know she she has been running around scraping around for money and and um and uh, they tell her oh the money was higher than what the last thing she came back like her reaction to which blood is like. I can't believe, like, I just got the money you asked me to pay for. What is this extra jar on top? And, again, that's for me, is, like, the the whole... It's part of this whole system thing. But, yes, again, everybody entitled in, in to what are their versions. Um. All right. Uh, Fida, do you want to... Uh, wait, wait,
5: first, now, before Fida, I want to just round off this place, because you and Eddie said something that I actually want to push back on, because... I'm a little in my feelings. Sorry, Fida. I just, I'm a little salty. I think I think it's a bit reductive to to keep saying um, the reason for Mofes, um handling of his grief has to do with him being a man. I, I just I I just genuinely think it's a bit reductive. Yes, are Nigerian men socialized to not be as emotional or emotionally expressive? Yes. However, I don't think that that was um, the core of this character.
14: Yeah, Can yeah, I just finish? Yeah, no, finish, finish. Yeah. Yes. I was about to address something. But,
5: uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, it will make us if I have things to address. I do think, though, that the core of this is not in reference to being a man. I, I do, I'm not saying it doesn't have a part to play in it. I just yeah. think it's a bit reductive.
14: Yeah, the, the fact that you it think that it has passed to be I'm still going no. Has answered her you know, thing. I'm with, still
5: talking no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um I I I'm not I I'm not disagreeing that I, I I'm on the path where Mofa is soulless. I disagree with Cynthia on that. However, I think it's just a bit reductive. The character the character there's a lot about this character that explains why he dealt with his grief the way he did. And it had nothing to do with him being a man. Like Elizabeth said, he was desensitized to a lot of things. He has gone through a lot. And I think for a lot of us as Nigerians who have lived in Nigeria for a very long time, we have seen enough suffering. If you've seen enough hardship and you've not been inundated by a lot of other factors, if you've seen enough hardship, if you've been through enough pain the tendency for you to become numb to certain things is very high so there's probably a factor of him being desensitized by his environment and the hardships that he's been through but there's also the fact like we mentioned that he's always been he was always in a fixing mood it's it's the way that he's learned to cope right it's in the way he he constantly is on to the next and does not allow for himself to have time to grieve. Um, But I also do understand people whose qualms with this character is, it would have been nice, and maybe that's me and I'll say it, but I apparently didn't have, but would it have been nice to have one scene, maybe half a scene, maybe two seconds, of Mofet sitting with his grief, It didn't have to be an overly expressive show of emotions. It didn't have to involve him wailing. Nothing. But I'm sure for a lot of people, it would have been nice to see him sit with his grief. But I don't think it was a fatal flaw with the storytelling. However, I just think it's a bit reductive to reduce it to manhood.
14: Yeah, but you do. Can you agree with me? That both men and women have the different ways of dealing with emotions. Oh. That's the first one. Hey, secondly,
5: I just,
14: I
9: just
5: think
0: that I've everybody. All right. Now, just right, right. I'm meeting you guys because like we've we've. We've been around it like you guys are more or less on the same page um yeah i, I just yes we just uh just talking about is is time to move on to the next thing i think we got it everybody um um understands where it's part of it doesn't need to be all of it that's it um I, i'm very much keen to hear every and everybody, but like there, there's no point in rehashing as people to get to and i'm um time all right okay so find out. please go on. Right on
12: hi hello hi hi okay so let me not lie i really force myself to have dislikes because i'm like i can't be coming on this face all the time and having long likes and like short dislikes but still i couldn't come up with many things so these are my dislikes first of all no and I, I don't want this to be like i'm shading the movie because i really don't the movie. I just wanted to come up with dislikes and have a balanced argument, so that's my thing. I didn't like the beaded wig that I think her name is Rosa, not Mercy. Had please forgive me. I didn't like the I don't I didn't like the wig. It didn't do anything to me. I'm just saying that it's something that I didn't like. Then these two things have nothing to do with the film. Like. To attack it, but like these are things that I saw, and I was like, wow. So, the fact that the dad never even saw his daughter's children until they were dead, I was like, what the hell, you know? Then, the fact that the father even felt entitled to his daughter's money and used Bimbo Manuel's character as a proxy to obtain it, I was like, wow. And then, I don't know if we know whether Muffet got his sister's money. And that was where he used to set up his table before he expanded to his own shop. I don't know if I missed that and it was made clear elsewhere, but I don't, think I, I don't think I got it. Lastly, the one that really hurt me for Rosa, I'm assuming that that's her name, was, ah, was when that guy ghosted her after she asked for the rent. I was looking at her and the thing about me with that scene, or with this whole film was i was in the film so it's kind of like what they were experiencing i was experiencing with them so i found myself kind of like trying to calculate how rosa could have handled that situation with her landlord and this lebanese guy at the same time i was like rosa this guy the landlord has been there you know providing the stuff the money i'm not saying that you owe him love or anything but at least because he's a familiar presence right you don't know anything about this new guy rose i don't ask this guy for rent especially after this um the friend had been coming up with the rants i didn't even like the friend at all Um the friend had been coming up with the rants and so that thing about rent and what they would do had already gone into the american guy's head and in that conversation that they had in the room when they were speaking and she had that phone call and he said oh so you you what happened to the phone i gave you you know the vibe was just like oh she's losing this and so like okay she said she gave the phone to her sister he already had that face he had a, such an expressive face i really like that but my dislikes so then um so then when she now said when um the issue with the landlord came up where he was like that oh, are you leaving me for this guy and all of that? I was like, Rosa, wow, you know, how are we going to do this? How are you going to keep this money flowing on one side and try and form an emotional relationship with this guy? But we know why you were doing what you were doing, Rosa. You were trying to get a better life for you and your sister. So for me, what I didn't like is that I was trying to calculate for her and I was willing her to make the right decision (laughs) <laughs> I really was invested, I'm not going to lie because like I've mentioned before, I love the landlord, but I'm not saying that because the landlord loves her, she should love him back, but he'd been there and he was like, it was he was genuinely a cool guy, there was a way that I could have handled she could have handled it in a respectful way which I feel she didn't, so that really hurt me in a way, then when she now asked for the rent, I was saying this to myself I said, guy, you've been asking this this guy has been giving you money for a while you have this relationship, the landlord though but like, why are we asking a new person that we've not even secured the foundation with? He's not even a stable person. You don't even know anything just yet. The friend is a red flag. Please don't do this. And then when she did it, and which was right after that um, conversation about the rent, I was so heartbroken. Then when she called the guy and the guy was not answering, I was like, he's good you. Oh my days. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I lost myself. I was so invested. It's basically what I'm saying. And I thought this was my podcast for a minute. <laughs> but my point is that my point is that ah rosa i was really rooting for the babe and like that thing was the only thing that made me feel like oh i don't like this i wish my sister really did better you know but that's all my dislikes thank you so much
0: Thanks, Vida. Okay, I uh, uh, quick question: Did you uh, did you discuss? The, are you saying you discussed this on uh, your podcast? I need to.
12: No, no, no. It's the way I was shouting. Okay, I okay, that, okay, I <laughs> that in a safe space for uh, well, not that kind of behavior. Sorry about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no. all right. Thanks. No, uh, all right. Uh, Tfr, do you want to say some of the things you didn't like?
7: Man, like everyone else, I was struggling to look forward to add. But the major thing for me, I think Vanessa already said it is, um, the main character, Mofe, he was keeping in and out of his accent, especially as someone that was trying to, like, act as, you know, an urobo person. Like, I could tell that he was, you know, he was trying. He tried. It, 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 it wasn't terrible, you know. I've seen Nigerians that live in Nigeria with was Pigeon, you know, so like acting with was pigeon, so it wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but I could, I could, if I want to stand it, speaking or stand for dislike, eh? Uh-huh, I would say that that's the only one for me. Like I could, I could hear when he was sleeping out, or hear when, you know, there's a, there's a kind of accent like that British people have when they are trying to, you know do like a nigerian accent i could hear it in certain certain things Then, apart from that i know i don't i don't think i didn't like anything else yeah i i i I. just to push back quickly too on I mean, what i don't think i agree with Cynthia about the soullessness i think that i think that that was just how he got on to see shaggy
0: Every have we
5: lost TFL? This is just me. Uh no, I
14: lost uh, tattoo. Uh, too All right.
0: Okay. All right. That's that's fine. I think she had said her dislikes. People people struggling. You guys I thought you guys were the haters film club. You guys are not doing your job. <laughs> you guys are not doing your job. You're letting your title down. All right. I, I love people struggling. All right. Um, Mel, you are you're, you're you're quite high on the hater index. Come on. Take your best shot,
11: <laughs> no. I'm quite high because you put me there. This agenda <laughs> shall not stand. <sighs>
9: um,
11: what are my like? Like most people have said, I struggle to to find um, my dislikes. Um, it's not that I did not find. I did. Um, but I think that this just shows that when I'm, for me. When I'm watching a movie, I'm not trying to I guess overanalyze. I'm just I just want to have a good time and identify with the message or the themes or the the point of it. Um I want to see a vision and I guess a world view. Um that's it's just interesting. Um and I thought that Aim brought that. Um, I thought that we've been overdue for a a movie that is honest about just the Nigerian experience. Um, I thought we've been overdue for a movie that is authentic as well. Uh, I think this year, compared to maybe, um, at least for Film Club, compared to maybe last year, we've, we've, we've had a number of... We've had a good number of, like, movies that felt very authentic, that felt like they were backed by... A really strong worldview. Anyway, um, so my dislikes. Um, Elizabeth has talked about the time frame. It's something that was nagging at the back of my head. What time? What time are we in? Um, it wasn't immediately clear, um, and I think certain decisions need that even less clear. Um, so I'm. I don't know. I just not knowing the time. Mm, I like the. I like the vagueness, but I also sometimes when... Certain things happened. It just really reminded me that it wasn't clear what time we were in. Um, I did not like the the scene about um, Mufei not knowing what WhatsApp was. I don't know what the reasons what were. I don't know what the reasons for that could be. Um, poor people know what WhatsApp is, even when they don't have phones to 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 use WhatsApp. Uh, so I'm not very clear about just the 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 thought process that led to that. Um, um, the, the the white guy's friends, like the elite friends, uh, I don't know if we needed them. Uh, I'm not sure what they accomplished. I'm not, I don't agree with the chemistry. I don't think it was, I don't think that there was, uh, I think that that was one of, one of the weaker parts of the film, just that every time they showed up on my screen, um, I wasn't, I wasn't certain what was going on. Um, I think that, I Think that um, Chi Girl's character, the 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 condescension and the patronizing tone in which she talked to the girls, um, her transactional niceness. Um, I thought that it really set up the the um, contrast between the rich and the poor, and how they relate. I thought that that did a better job of setting up that contrast than than the the friend group. Um, I, I don't know. I I just was one of my dislikes. Um, I think my bigger dislike would be just how community fails to show up. Um, for instance, the, the way that I'm thinking about it is, is, is Mufay is a bachelor, um, who's been living with his sister and her kids Um, I'm guessing the entire neighborhood knows that he's been, um, for instance, this is Nigeria, so the the sister's likely taking care of him, cooking for him, and suddenly he loses her in one day and loses um, her kids. Um, Anyway, um, where, where, where are the neighbors showing up with plates of food for the first few days until he can find his feet? I didn't see that. Where's the church? um or the the mosque or some religious community um did not see that um um even at the burial it felt a little too quiet for me um i'm not i've not been to a lot of burials but i have been with people um who knows someone who has lost something and the way that the community um, galvanizes to show up for that person, to show up with food so that they're not thinking about food for a couple of days, to show up to mourn with them. um, I thought that that was missing. Um, Just, I think that Nigeria is just very communal. Um, All your neighbors know your business, um, especially in, in settings like that. And I thought that while there were parts of it that shone through, I could see it. I thought that I was making a lot of it Based on my own experience rather than the, the movie really um leaning heavily into it i would have i think the point is that I would have preferred for the movie to lean heavily into it you don't again that's such a devastating loss you don't suffer such a loss and your neighbors are not a part of your life for a minute um I liked how the landlord showed up for him um where are the neighbors where are the where are the religious people where are the people from his work um where um anyway um so my final decide would be um, something that I I have I'm feeling strongly but I haven't had the chance to put into words yet um I think I need a second watch or maybe a third watch to, to feel a lot more confident about my position but the way that I'm feeling it right now is um I don't know if a has escaped accusations of poverty porn yet. Um, I would like to think that it has, but there's just something. There's just something that just holds me back, um, and I think that one of the ways in which my brain rationalizes it is that um, we don't know any of the characters. Aside from aside of what happens to them, we see what happens to them, but we don't know them. Um, we, we cannot be presented with a scenario and then we we would predict correctly or with any measure of accuracy what any of these characters would do because we don't know them outside of the things that have happened to them that we have seen happen to them. Um, I think that we spend all our time with things that happen to them rather than on who they are. Um, we don't see them take decisions based on any um value system i don't know how to explain it um so bear with me anyway i think that it's it shows up the most in rosa's, rosa's character um i think she's her character is pretty weak and i think an example i think the bigger argument for why her character must have been pretty weak is that too many of us did not know her name um, <laughs> i called her mercy i was a hundred percent sure in fact i'm still like 60 percent sure her name is mercy are you sure her name is not mercy. Um but anyway, um I think that just it was so easy to 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 look past the person. We know we know what happens. We know we know about the white guy. We know about his friends. We know how they make fun of her. We know about her sister. Um, in fact we probably know more about her sister than we do about her. Um, we know all of these things that surround the character, but the character herself is missing from from our experience of the movie. Um anyway, um, we don't know if she's with the white guy for money. Um Faid has already talked about just it being so strange that she's reaching out to this random person that she's just been with that is that is surrounded by condescending people who are worlds apart from her and she's like, Oh, give me rent money. She's she she should have been she should should have been smarter than that, right? But we don't know that for certain because we've also seen her sort of use um, the landlord so she using uh, I, I don't know um anyway so um i don't know if aim escapes acquisitions of poverty porn i think it's a lot it gives poor people a lot more dignity than we're used to seeing in nollywood but i don't think i don't know if it's in the clear yet um and i um but i don't have any i can't I can't tell you for certain that it is or it isn't um so that's one of sort of my dislikes so maybe in the middle um but that's about it for me
3: thank you
0: exactly what i expected from the number one hater our 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 label might be restored uh all right thanks well safe to say i do disagree almost entirely with everything you say um and it's just <laughs> even too much to unravel. Um, But yeah, I I think a lot of things that you said when there were actually very much there. Um, But uh, maybe second or third watch might change your mind. Maybe not. Who knows? All right. uh, Ainka, do you want to go next?
2: Yes. Um, I have to say, I'm in the middle of Mel and um, and Mr. C. Now, I did watch the interview that they did with, um, I think, LinkedIn Center. Say, I
0: have to say that middle is like, <laughs> that's a very huge middle. <laughs> I'm in the middle
2: because both of you actually do have some points because, you know, indeed, um, some of that communal thing was there that she was talking about was sort of there. Like, uh, especially for, um, you see them help them carry the the body out, you see um, the man that follows him to the hospital to take the funeral, to take something. And we see that man, we know the man is enabled because we see him in the store, the little store before he actually got his own shop, waiting, um, doing, looking over the store for the engineer. You know, we see the the landlord giving, we see the people that prayed after after the death was confirmed. We do see some of that, but I do get what she was saying that like, oh, the office and all those things and like some of the communal thing. And she, as she pointed out, especially in Rosa, we don't really see, um, um, Rosa's um, story be very communal as much. Um, now that's kind of one of the dislikes and she is right about the movie, not completely necessarily escaping, um. Poverty pond, but like it's not out and out explicitly, explicitly poverty pond. Absolutely not. This is a poverty pond that I can accept because it actually gives the characters respect. Um, now to to my sort of dislike. Okay. Um, I I watched the interview that they did with I think Lincoln Center, and um, the mm-hmm. the 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 writer. I know you yet. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Um, did mention that Rose's story, like he wrote Mofet's story and kind of wrote Rose's story more like, but then he realized that her story cannot necessarily fit in within Mofet's story. It was supposed to be, I think, one of the characters that was around Mofet and which related to Mofet in a way. And then he takes it out and then fleshes it out more. And you can kind of of see some of the consequences of that in the fact that We don't really know Rosa that much. It seems that, like, it might have spent much... I don't know. You can tell me after this. (laughs) I'm so sorry. But I'm using based on context clues of what I got. It seems like it might have um, spent more time fleshing out Mofet's character and story. Since that was the main story that was to be said, then... um, rosa's story and we can see some of that because we don't necessarily. i think we know more about grace than we know much about rosa um yeah rosa makes stupid decision i fight i was with you i was like is this girl not understanding how to do this trigger mama thing very well like especially when you have a condescending right there that guy's son that that character was her name. perfectly well written perfectly well a- acted um So that's the thing, like with Rose's character, there's just it's it's a little. The story, even by the time we get to the epilogue, it doesn't. She doesn't really have an epilogue. Did she indeed marry the 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 um the 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 landlord Sir Vincent? I don't know. Did I just call him Sir Vincent Lord? I don't know, Mister Vincent. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There is a sort of ending, I guess. The sisters are finally supporting and making a sacrifice on our own with um, selling it and kind of like they're going to be okay, but it's not as more definite as Mofet's own is more definite. so I can see why people are like uh? and in regards to poverty of um I do re- heard that the director said he lived in um I think Mushin, mushing yeah in the in the apartment that becomes the apartment of moffat. He lived there. So I don't know whether what you saw is the phone. The phone, the phones that they were using is a big question. They were using like N- N- Nokia. This is the thing that also gets to people like people are wondering what the time is. They were using like 2000, 2000, 2000 Nokia. That's like, it's more than 20 years now. And I don't like their cheap touchscreen phones. They are cheap trust- That's how. Chi- that's how China. A lot of Chinese um phone companies like Techno, all those things. They are like less than one hundred. They are one hundred. They it, by this time and era and something. They are cheap structures that people use. You know, for MoFair, I can kind of still understand how MoFair may not know WhatsApp. Maybe it doesn't have anybody who's abroad, because that's how WhatsApp became very popular. Abroad, or and he's older, he's an older man. He's an older man, he's not going, he's not as connected. He's, he was born during a time that the internet is still something like maybe he was in his 20s and 30s, and the internet was really forming or something like that. He's an older man, so I can still get it, but it's still a little bit awkward that he wouldn't necessarily know what WhatsApp is. And like the phone that even Rosa. Rosa Rosa is a younger woman, she can probably. Afford from the way she's dressing, she's poor. Don't get me wrong, but from the way she she's not like abject 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 poor, right? She's not like it's not abject abject poor, like abject abject poor is either house or food, which one? Like the way I'm thinking about it, I don't again. I mean, like she would have one of the cheaper touchscreen phones, you know. It's like, why is she having Nokia? Why is she having 2000 Nokia? Like, let's say there's a movie that there's a show that I'm watching and it's in Japan and it's set in Japan and they're doing all this, like, type of. I can understand that because I know Japan's culture about, like, about technology people really think that japan is actually very as technology forward actually there's technology that sometimes they use that everybody uses they, they still use like 2g something they still use dicks and dvds and all that stuff i can get that that's the country's culture but for nigeria why so that's something that can be some uh, can be properless. but again i didn't live in Mushi. maybe when i was living in Mushi for all those years so a lot of people use that type of phone I don't know I didn't live in Mushi, but I do know that that type of those type of phones are not really mm people can like poor people than Ro- rosa can, can, and you're living in Lagos it's not like you're living they even like they would like, let's say they're in the village. I can probably more understand that. But not even that type of touching, that type of Nokia. That type of Nokia is old. Like, it's it's, it's very old. It's a very old Nokia. Why are they selling it? We need to conserve that. That needs to go into the museum type of thing. So that's um, those are some of the things, like, that shows that, that, that is... That, that's just more mundane sort of things. But the most serious thing is that Rose's story was not necessarily as fully... Played out as um, more fair story. I also want to apologize because I didn't think this movie was going to be good and it actually was good, so sorry. <laughs> All right. I had it went to, like, when you told me, I looked up who the directors were and I saw Columbia University and I was like oh my god,
9: this is probably going
2: to be one of oh. those type
1: of movies. <laughs> sorry.
0: Okay. All right, um, I, I think that's a free... Is that everyone? Word. I think, yeah, so it's you. Uh, by the way, I just, yeah, I want to say all these things. All the, the I guess two things I would push back on if I'm the poverty porn thing. I think I think the way porn is used in these terms is like it's supposed to be graphic and in your face. If i graphic, gratuitous, that type of thing, like almost no point or... The point being really shallow, like or just uh, yeah. So um the poverty, as far as I see in this, is a character. Like there is a, like it 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 was. I think somebody else actually had said it. Like it's it's yeah. It just feels like uh, it's not a certainly a pushback that um, I, I I relate with. The other thing I think okay. is like i've I, I, there are things that I think I've seen uh, somebody I think of things on front I think a couple of people have said that I know people with really f- shitty phones that they're still using rubber band to tie exactly. I know that, I know that i've seen that twenty twenty one I haven't seen them since last year but twenty twenty one at the time I do it. like so uh I don't know like it's possible you don't you don't see that, but like uh be careful with the generalizations of i don't think anybody like and i'm not in i'm not like even in i wouldn't consider myself somebody who um uh i'm 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 certainly of a privileged more privileged class in nigeria and the fact that i know people like it's weird to hear people say they can't think of somebody with a phone that isn't a touch screen phone that's that's a very strange uh, push back to him. but um...
2: push back to the push back i said i can understand Mufe is an older guy i'm just saying that the phone that they're using is really really old style of style and i'm saying for who um the way they also dress up and um, what's that rosa rosa is a young lady she can afford i'm not even talking about expensive like touchscreen phone i'm talking about cheap touchscreen phones that mm-hmm. she can at least do that she seems to be the type of person you can see from the dressing from the something she's up to mm-hmm. still and do people remember, do, do remember have what she did bad phones.
0: phones do you remember what people, happened what the phone was bought for her that was a nice phone. do you remember what she did with it
2: look she yeah like again there is there is i'm just saying the phone that she will personally originally have will mm-hmm. not be a whole nokia that is like twenty ten years, not even ten years. It's it's a very old. It's, it looks like a very old type of phone that gives you early two thousands, like mid two thousands. That's what I am saying. I'm not saying she's going to have I like. See, I, first, didn't, I didn't mischaracterize you, did I? Right? Yes, I just said yes, I, agree with
0: you. I just said I disagree.
2: You, you can disagree. It. It, 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 I'm not also it, also. There's different types of. Um, types of touchscreen phone there is like having Mm -hmm. the highest end and then there is the cheapest end like the cheapest 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 basic end Mm -hmm. and yeah people can have phones like I've broken my phone my phone sometimes have like like really crappy something I keep that thing because I'm not about to spend no money on it like yeah but at least the phones that I do have makes sense like if if you're going to characterize her like that you kind of have to assume characterize it kind of doesn't uh, make sense like yeah, that yeah
0: i just want to move on to mel mel, mel has her hand up. yeah I, I i get your point you, you don't think she should have that type of one. all right cool mel
11: yeah i just wanted to define poverty points so that we're all on the same page okay. um it's it's not just about the gory images i think that the core Part the core point of it being po- um, porn is that it is an overindulgence. Um, an overindulgence when we're mostly from an observatory um, capacity, we are not participating in the poverty. Um, so we're not the poor people. We're, we're, we're people sitting in the comfort of our homes watching the poor people. Right. That's that's what it. That's what makes it porn because we're not participating. We're we're observing. Um, but we're also overindulging. Um, and it's just necess- mostly because it indignifies, it it, it strips it strips these people away from their personhood, from their dignity as people, um, and just overly focuses on 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 their condition as poor people. Um, they're full people, they're not just poor, they're also happy, they're sad, they're women, they're men, they're in between, they're 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 dramas, actors, they're, they're There are lots more things than just poor people. It's poverty porn because we've streamlined it into this specific thing that they are and we're observing it and we're overindulging in this specific thing that we've determined that they are. So it's not just about the gore and the explicitness of it. It's it's also about the indulgence.
4: Okay. uh, So I'm going to say, first of all, I think Onika has a point with um, Rosa. I think Rosa would have a cheap very cheap relatively smartphone although it seemed like grace did have a smartphone that one time because she was the one looking on socials with her friends so it did seem like she would put grace's stuff before herself and you know mm. um secondly um as i think especially going with mel's definition of poverty porn i am more inclined to say am was not poverty porn and i pointed out that i felt like these people could be my neighbors. Mm. Um, probably not right now. <laughs> but I said, I remember the particular street that I lived in, where I felt like these people could be my neighbors.
9: Mm.
4: Where I felt like their experiences were not something I was looking in on. Mm. Right? And I say this as somebody who has um, I've known like, you know, deep poverty. Right?
9: Yeah,
4: But I have. I was raised in a family that has known periods of poverty, right? They've had stretches where someone had to come bring food for us to eat, you know, that kind of thing. So it didn't feel like poverty porn. It didn't feel like, look at the these poor people. Oh my God, don't you feel bad for them, right? It's, I'd heard stuff of my neighbor's having generator stuff in their house, right? Putting a generator in their house. It was a big cautionary tale for quite a period of time when I was growing up because it was happening so much around us. You put your generator inside your house so that somebody doesn't steal it. You've died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Mm. It happened. It's not or oh, that area over there where people are poor, this thing happens, mm. right? The neighborhood hairdresser, right, where um, Rosa works, I've gone to that hairdresser, I've done my hair there, mm. right? This this was my neighbor, this was my neighbor on the next street, this was a neighbor over there. It, so it's, especially going by that, I wasn't looking in on these poor people, oh my God, look at them, look at their suffering, look at how, you get what I mean? It's, yeah, this could be my neighbors on the next street over, or two houses down the road. So, yeah, I'm pushing back on poverty poor. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, uh, you know, I, I, this is why I guess like you know, different people's experiences inform inform me on on certain things. Because like that's the same thing. It's like if if it was a poverty, I was like, oh, like I, oh, oh my god, I can't believe this happens. There's there's nothing I saw in this movie that didn't feel like I, I feel like very familiar, like too familiar, and you know, it's part of why the movie hits. Uh, so home at uh, different parts for 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 us, I guess. Anyway, but um, I think we, we've kind of done the bad. Everybody has had a round, but we'll do summaries just now. I,
2: I just want to say, like maybe I I'm not thinking it's like poverty, poverty porn. Like this movie should not be put in some movies that definitely do poverty porn. That's what that's not what I'm saying. I'm just pointing out a little places that they might have done a little bit better. But then I- again. He lived in Mushi, I didn't live in Mushi. So what do I know? Okay. It's not it should not be compared to like actual mm-hmm. movies that are like way poverty, poverty, but like it's ridiculous.
0: Like come on. All right. Um, I, I do want to hear from Chico. So like and I, I have given everybody their chance to go around about the 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 things they don't like. So um so let, let's do a summary so that we can get to that. Um please uh make it quick if you can. So let's start with TFR.
7: Okay, so great film. I would definitely recommend. I think it's the like best film technically that has come up as in technical aspects that has come up from Nigeria. It is in my Nollywood Hall of Fame. Um I do not believe it is poverty porn. If we're using Mel's definition, I I definitely disagree. Um, I do agree with when you call about the phone thing, the like maybe Rosa should have had. I I, I, I I tend to agree with that. Um, but apart from that, I, I just I'm very happy, you know, that film club today, we spent almost two hours on the good. And that's to say something, because I've been in film clubs where we are spending almost three hours on the bad, and this one we are we are picking at we're even having thematical, like, the, thematic discussions. We are not saying where did this person bring bow and Arrow from, or where did this person where did this come from? Do you understand? We're actually having proper discussions about the film and the themes. We are not saying, ha, where did this come from, or where did that come from? So, this is such a good watch, and I really like it, and I would definitely definitely recommend. Yeah, so that's that's it. Uh, thank you. Um,
0: thanks. Thanks. Uh, TF tfr uh, fighter just give us a quick summary
12: okay i love this movie i love that twin brother duo directed it i love the screenplay dialogue acting camera work cinematography i really enjoyed cinematography because there are so many paintable scenes and i look out for that in movies and you had so many i love the grainy scenes too i love the costuming design Mufess character, so many things. The relationships that they showed, etc. I would recommend this movie. It's really my vibe. It literally has a lot of things I look for in a Nigerian movie. It's poetic. It's showing, not telling. I love, I love a lot of lines in the dialogue. I love a lot of the characters and how they delivered. Yeah, recommend. Thank you.
0: thank you thank you do you know what i realized i realized i didn't we we didn't say our bad did you you say your bad
4: okay so you know what you're gonna do for me you're gonna say your bads and then you can choose one of them for me
0: (laughs) okay i think i had two things that um um my new things um so the first one is i think the first time i the first two times i watched it i didn't realize. I, the something did feel like, oh, this guy sounds a little strange, and I just thought, oh, Mufess um, um, uh a little off. But yes, people have said, you know, mentioned the the accent. But it took me to my third go because the guy's performance is so good. It's so good um, that yes, those brief moments, and I I don't know whether he has so little lines that again, like it's something that usually would stand out. Uh, it reminded me of something that happened with Beast of No. It, the, almost the reverse of what happened with Beast of No Nation. I remember watching Beast of No Nation, and I remember just being offended by Idris Elba's West African accent. Um, and 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 I was like, oh, I was telling people that I, I couldn't stand that Idris Elba's Western uh, uh, West Africa West African accent. And I remember the. Uh, Showing it to somebody, I was like, I sat sat down with. I was like, it's a good film, but the West African accent is just awful. And I sat down with him, and I was like, is, it, huh? is this the thing I was? Is this thing I was worried about? It's, yeah, it's not that bad. And I just saw, um, I saw uh, uh, Idris' performance more and the second one. But um, yes, after it was pointed out to me, I did notice it. I was like, oh, okay, that's what that was. But again, there's a reason why this movie is still uh, ten. And the other thing for me was there was one sound thing where it's where Uncle Vincent is coming into the room and he's speaking. I think I think it's after Grace and her friend are uh, like doing this thing with their fridge has spoiled and, and they're playing with um, is it plantain or banana? I can't remember. Um, there's a shot where when his uh, Uncle Vincent comes into the room and grace's sound is i guess the boom mic is just much closer to uncle vincent that grace's one sounds way too further away for where she's placed from her shot like uh given what i was saying i did expect to hear her almost just as clearly because i think she's basically um in the same frame right now that's that's the nitpicking but yeah that's that's the thing i found in sound but like other than that um yes nothing else so miss you can pick whichever one you want from that yeah
4: the distance
0: from the sound that's good that oh that's stealing that's definitely not your type of thing but okay <laughs>
9: <I'll pick anyone
4: laughs>
0: all right there. okay but there's a but um uh who uh where were we i think did I, I, have you done your summary? i can't remember no
2: i have not done my summary uh, yeah this movie is really really good you should watch it it is um it is made for the Nigerian high. It's not necessarily made for uh, a foreign eye. And you will see that when you watch it, you will it's a good movie. Um I recommend that people watch it. Again, if you don't like it, it's okay. You are free to watch whatever you want to watch.
4: Okay. Hmm.
2: Hey. Yeah, yeah. That's always going to be my recommendation, unless it's really, really bad. And there's only one movie I've ever told people never to watch it this on this show. And this on this thing. All right.
0: All right, thanks, I think. Uh Cynthia. Cynthia, are you there? Uh...
8: Oh, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. I was having... I was having... <laughs> I was typing something. Um yeah, so like I said during my life I guess somebody missed. Um I am a fair is a very, very good movie. It felt very Nigerian. Um I think the writing was intentional. It was um, something I could connect with. It's something I would recommend. But like everyone has said, and I've said, um, the Rosa story was a bit a shadow. If not for this um, review, I wouldn't have known her name is Rosa. I had to like go back to um, go back to be sure of her name. I didn't want to say any other thing. Um, I also felt that uh, first character was the weakest to me even though his story was the better version or he had the better story, but in her um, I would say this movie was really good. The Nigerianness was, was it for me. Like I said, the sarcastic tone everything was just Nigerian. It felt Nigerian and it's always going to stand out because um, we don't see the Hollywood drop, we don't see the Bollywood range CGI. When you watch it, you know you're watching a culture, you know you're watching another culture, and that culture is Nigeria. So, yeah, that's it. I always recommend
0: All right. Thanks, Cynthia. Uh, Mel, do you want to go ahead with your summary?
11: Yes, I really, had. I really really enjoyed this. Um, I really, I had a good time. I was worried coming into it because I was just coming from like a dark place mentally and I was being careful about what I was exposing myself to Um, so it took me the longest time to get to this just before film clock today Um, but I'm glad I did I was always going to anyway Um, but I'm glad I was able to do that so that I could speak about it today I had a great time and I can't wait to see it the second time with like my full presence of mind Um, definitely watch it if you're a Nigerian, who cares about Nigeria? I think it puts I think it puts into pictures a lot of very moving, very present um, anxieties that we have. Um I enjoyed it. I don't know what else to say.
0: Oh, thanks, Mel. Uh, Vanessa.
11: I thought. I thought maybe
5: I don't exist anymore. You just kept going on, going on. I mean, I was here, but no protocol. Um yeah, I really enjoyed watching this. Um, I had a good time. I I was fully immersed in the world. Um, like a lot of people have said, it felt like this was a story meant for Nigerians and anybody who says this has a Eurocentric telling, they can like to shove it up where the
6: sun don't shine.
5: But I genuinely <laughs> think this was written and told for Nigerians. Um, in the little idiosyncrasies and the little things, um They just felt very, very Nigerian. And I think it's important that our cinema reflects that versus a photocopy of Western media. But that's just me going off on a tangent. I just really like this. I would recommend it. Um, I would watch it again. So,
0: yeah. All right. Thanks, Vanessa. Uh, Elizabeth, do you want to give us your summary? Elizabeth, you there? All right, we'll go to Eddie. Eddie, if you're if you're there, give us your summary.
14: Yes, yes I am here. So, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, Elizabeth. Oh no, we can't. Go on, go on. Uh, oh,
9: uh, your
2: Elizabeth is in pain, so oh. she's coming back.
0: Okay. All right, if, if, um, if not, Elizabeth, just uh, uh do it, yeah, just just a, just a um, quick one, uh just a food for
14: thought. Uh, is it really um overindulgence if it's reality? Because personally, uh, I love the uh, the setting. I love the way the story was told. Because personally, yeah. I've had close relatives who've sort of lived, you know, that kind of life. I mean, aside from the fact that they want to uh they want to leave the shores of the country. Uh, But these are people who live in the village coming to the city, quote unquote, coming to, you know, in our city Lagos trying to make ends meet. And uh, uh, it's really, it was really personal. And you can tell um, from the film, um, listen, I'll just say that shooting on film is single handedly the best decision that Ari and Chuko might have made for the film, because if we were going to play this film, Fifty years from now, it will feel timeless. The film, the film itself feels timeless. Um, so shooting on Super sixteen, you know, just six, shooting on sixty millimeters. Uh, beg your pardon, it makes you know, it just gives it that timeless feel. And um, yeah, and uh, it is really good you can tell that this story was really, um, the filmmakers of the film were really, um, they're really informed, and, and it, it, it really embodies the spirit of. of of neorealism, realism um, telling real stories. Um, we've never had a realism movement, even though the French they've had, even though the Taiwanese they've had, because yeah, the the film when, when immediately you see the film, you you realize you can really tell if you're a cinephile, you can really tell that these guys are um, they're really influenced by the Taiwanese the Taiwanese film movements from the 80s to the early 2000s. Um, you can really tell, you know, these guys love the you know neo-realism film movements and um also uh you know the the themes of the film really really uh you know relates to the lives of nigerians as well and i would recommend 10 over 10 any day any time um yeah so if you still haven't seen the film please go check it out it's i i promise you you wouldn't you wouldn't regret it so yeah that's all i have to say all
0: right ringing a from eddie uh elizabeth thank you back All right, maybe not. Uh, Mel, did you have um, thesis Ot- summary you wanted to read out?
11: Yes, Otas and I are besties. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm very honored to be reading out her summary. Um, I found the Emofe technically brilliant, but sadly disjointed. The arrangement of the story text takes us out of the best story and drops up drops very good and drops us somewhere at the end of it it has a lot of good things for it but it loses me because of that reason i would watch it again and have and i would recommend high praise
0: yeah well yeah i mean if he only knew Otas, you know that's that <laughs> indeed high praise uh, all right um no, thanks a lot, Tess. Thanks for sending your summary. Um, That's by not being able to get on. Does anybody have Elizabeth's summary somewhere? Has um, she posted on Mr. C? Have you checked if she's posted her thing? Because like, mm, uh, I've, I, I see her. All right. Okay. In in the absence of that, do you want to do um your summary for? uh yes. Uh, so I've told Mr. C
4: about being uh, a. Fanboy for him. I think I said simp. I think I said Mr. C's a Simp I've trolled him for this. Um, but I do genuinely love this film. I love this film a lot. And I didn't think I would. Um, I think even on my first watch, because um, we were watching it on the streamer and the network was dodgy and it was just, you know, a bit. Yeah, there was a bit of chaos going on there. But it has gotten better. Uh, sorry we're we still on
9: yeah.
4: okay it has gotten better with every watch for me um and I remember being really excited to start my third watch I was pump I didn't finish the third one before the film started but I put my headphones on I started the third watch and I was just smiling at the start of it right and I know this beginning is gonna go to shit right <laughs> but but I'm smiling at the start of it anyway because it makes me feel good mm. um and I think part of the reason why I like this film this much is that it's kind of a testament to what um it's is this thing of and it's what mrs was saying like we don't do rankings when we review our films right we've never done rankings we don't rank we don't rate right we don't do ratings we don't do five out of ten whatever we don't because we don't want to rate things as this is a this for a nigerian film right this is this for nollywood and then if we do a more honest rate it just it just gets weird right mm-hmm. so we don't do ratings um but it's like okay like this is look at that right look at what has been done Mm. it can be done Mm. by us right and by us i mean like you know nigeria and stuff it can be done it's been done someone's done it look at that and it's just yeah i really enjoyed it i enjoyed the performances i enjoyed the stories um i noticed technical things like in a good way and (laughs) and i wasn't looking out for it so yeah i did really enjoy that obviously i would recommend this like a lot a lot a lot i would recommend it
0: yeah um thanks miss c uh elizabeth that's that time's a charm
6: can you guys hear me now uh
0: kind of
9: yeah.
6: yes because I, I am suffering guys my gum is killing me I have like this summary written in my head, and I think I've forgotten everything okay um first there was I know that this is my summary, but I'll just say this quickly. There was something being said about um oh
0: husband, sorry. It's not that I'm lucky.
6: being a man (laughs) I I
0: thought very Uh, funny because um, Moffet is one person. Sorry, if you can hear, please tweet it and uh, we'll we'll read it out. Um, Okay. All right, so... I guess my summary is, you know, I've given this a 10 out of 10 and if anybody anybody that knows me knows this is not a thing I hand out like candy or any of that. Um, or oh, I don't think I have done it. I mean, like I do have other ten out of ten yeah. movies, but certainly no. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's even even with those, they're not that 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 common. Um, it's just like when I see things where it's just going for, over and beyond. Uh, one of the things that I even mentioned was like um, there's the, the situation with. Uh, Rosas uh, White, um, I can't remember his name because I don't remember names. But Rosas uh, White uh, boyfriend, he's doing this conversation where Uncle Vincent is disturbing in the middle, but like he's doing commentary. The dialogue isn't just; it's it's supposed to be almost like background noise, but it's good commentary on like our airports. It's a it's a decent commentary on like an outsider's perspective of like our airport. Uh, sort of going through our airport customs and all of that. Uh, that. Yeah, that's the thing that is just like background. That's how much the film cares about everything. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, you know, again, you know, obviously a huge recommend. Um, huge fan of of this this project. And I can't. I, I read um, somebody uh, Eddie mentioned this being captured on film, and I, I read. Uh, um, uh, an article by Tanbe about how how um, uh, the Asiri brothers thought it was important that um, Lagos be captured on film as well. That was and and I guess thanks for doing that. Uh, I <clears throat> I'm not that knowledgeable on all of our stuff. I think some of our I, I don't know if Lagos has been by. I think some of our other stuff may have been captured on film by some old painters, but like certainly <laughs> no, nothing that's no, been released no on film. global no
14: platforms. One
0: uh, yeah, this is something I really enjoy. It's a huge recommend for me. All right. So, uh, this is where we'd usually round up, but we do have Chico Siri on and he has crazily been patient, uh, to, to listen to all of, our drivel <laughs> and our opinions and, uh, um, and, um, our thoughts as they come. Uh, it's not every okay who does this, uh, but like, uh, thanks for doing, it. uh, Sir, so I'm going to give it up to him. Uh whatever you want to say, what you thought opinions or any added
13: thing you wanted to say, Chica, please go. Um, no, nothing really just to thank just to thank all of you so much for watching the film. And you know, every single thought and um every single opinion is valid and treasured. Um, you know, my brother and I we make the idea is to make things to reach people um, like or not so thank you for um, thank you for taking the time out of your days to watch it more than once uh, in summer on uh, for some some people uh, I can't tell you how much it means to to us and to me personally as well um, so uh, and also this whole um, Iroko critic journey thing the Nollywood film Club I think it's a really really wonderful um it's a wonderful thing that you're all doing here and um i really really hope that uh, you continue and i really hope that it grows but it's really just to um really just to relay my uh unending gratitude uh to every single person who's who's in this room now and the people who were in and went out but for everybody that saw the film um um thank you thank you so much it really it, it really means a great deal and it really um, to know that we that we managed to get to reach you the way we did um, is really really encouraging because you know sometimes working in Nigeria you just feel like you're you just feel like you're mad or like you know you're just swimming against the current um, but it's it's very it's been very galvanising all your thoughts all your opinions um, all your feelings thank you thank you so much um, and lastly to put this phone matter to bed um, Rosa did have a Samsung phone, but um, my producer, who's wonderful, um, Melissa Demo was like, we don't have clearance for the Samsung or it would be a problem later on. So if she doesn't, you don't see her holding her smartphone because it becomes a, it was potentially a um, clearance problem. So that's a production issue. And um, it's why Grace is holding her phone in the way she is. Um, but the the original idea was that she hands down her smartphone to Grace, and she has a cheaper smartphone. And when she gets a new one, she gives it to Grace too. But yes, she she did have that phone. It's just production was budget was. That's it. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> all
0: right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jacob. All right. Um, I I it's funny. Like just before, I was like, I know you can't make me like this film anymore. Is it going to ruin this film for me? Uh, thank you. You have not. All right. <laughs> um, anyway, but any, uh, for everybody who has, who has, um, who has come, I, I noticed a lot of the producers as well. Um, and people with the film, thank you so much for listening to this all this time. Uh, can't wait to see what you guys do next. Um, it's an film club. We do do this every week. Um, not, they didn't usually go <laughs> like this. Um, so it's uh, come next week, Sunday, when we discuss something that oh, we'll, we'll pick something, maybe put a poll up. And um, we'll see you next Sunday. But thanks, everybody, for joining. Thank you to all of our speakers. Thank you, Chika, for speaking. And uh, wish you guys all the best. Um, and uh, we'll see you next Sunday. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Thank you, mean Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed listening and would like to join live, just follow us on Twitter at Iroko Critic and join us every Sunday, 6 p.m., West African time, on Our Spaces.